0: Oh, hello, and welcome to Audente Rigamortis.
1: I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the easiest stands for evil.
0: And I'm the Gamer in Yellow and we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Jeff the Killer 2015. How dare you? So, y'all, the old all you uh, all you like loyal listeners who have listened to all of our stuff, which god bless you. <laughs> also, why? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh um may remember like one of our Earliest episodes was of the creepypasta icon Jeff the Killer. Um, well, apparently, there was a fad uh going around a couple of years back where people wanted to reevaluate the story of Jeff the Killer and make it better because that, or- that original story was rife with typos and cringe and errors. Um, and so, um uh, uh, the the one we're going to be tackling is a is a revision of Jeff the Killer called Jeff the Killer 2015. It's by K. Banning Kellum. Uh, you can find it on creepposs.wiki. And I will not be doing the rundown today. Um, I I asked heavenly. <laughs> um, you put the yellow.
2: responsibility of rereading the story onto me. <laughs>
0: yes. Hey man, I I actually okay in in disclosure for this like for prep for this I did reread the original jeff the killer and went back to our original episode and and checked out what we our original thoughts for this Mm -hmm. and so like i'm not saying that like that was any worse than what you did or like any any more work than what you did but know that i am thankful for you doing the rundown fair enough okay so and without further ado gamer in yellow's rundown of jeff the killer
2: Hooray! everyone's excited everyone's stoked here we go all right so chapter one, M- Manderville. So uh, the Woodses move into New, or- New move from New Orleans to uh, Manderville, Louisiana. I'm probably butchering that. I don't care. The father, Matt, he's cool enough, but he just focuses on work- his work too much. The mother, Shella, is shitty enough, um, but she just focuses on her family's image and doesn't listen to her children. Mm-hmm. Just, she's pretty shit. Um, The youngest son, Lou, he's an all-right kid, and he's best friends with his older brother, older brother being Jeff, who is our our main hero, quote-unquote, and has some anger management issues, but he keeps his nose clean generally. Chapter two. (laughs) I tried to summarize these as much as
0: possible. (laughs) That's fine. That's totally totally fine.
2: Chapter two, Randy, Keith, and Troy. So a week after they have moved in, the kids go to a nearby video store. While there, three local kids, Randy, Keith, and Troy, start riding the brother's bikes that they left out front because they didn't, like, chain them down and shit. Keith is the, the quiet, skinny bully. Troy is the fat bully. And Randy, he's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear goo. Uh So um, Jeff does his best to defuse the situation, since the three locals are clearly bullies. Uh, Troy and Keith take a punch at Lou, Keith hitting him in the process. And fortunate for the bullies, uh, Jeff knows how to box, and proceeded to take out Keith and Troy very easily. As he lets some of that anger out. The girl in the video store was calling the cops, so Lou breaks Jeff from his face punching pursuit of the three and they skedaddle. Chapter three Corruption in Action. Also, I just want to preface that Randy is not actually transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop.
0: <laughs> I just. I, <laughs> I did assume that was a joke.
2: <laughs> yes. It's a. It doesn't a a reference the, Yeah, there's a Turtle Power. It's a, uh, a Teenage T- Mute Ninja Turtles uh, song that was on the movie soundtrack.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yes. And for some reason, okay, off topic already. Okay. <laughs> but, We're um, off to a great start. <laughs> in that song, it goes like, it goes Leonardo, uh, Michelangelo, Donatello, and then it goes, they make the they make the team, and then one more, Raphael. He's the leader of the group. Transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop. Like it's saying that Raph is the leader, but he's not. Is weird. Yeah,
0: that's, wait, wait, Raphael is not the leader of the group. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it is Leonardo, right? Yeah, or is it no? Don, it's not, Donatello's the brains, the blue right? one. Hang on, yeah, it's Leo. Leo's the yeah, right, Leo. Leo's blue and and the leader type. Yeah, is the purple one.
2: Michelangelo was the party the, dude. The reddish, yeah, he's the Loves reddish uh, yellow one.
0: Yeah, the orange one. <laughs> reddish yellow. That's what um, I said. And then Raphael is the hothead, like the muscular mm-hmm. hothead. Yes. Gotcha. Anyways, moving on. Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, chapter three: Corruption in Action. Unfortunately, uh, they told the bullies where they lived, stupidly. So on arrival, the police were at their house. Inside, their parents scold the hell out of them, both ignoring every word that the boys say. Even after, even the uh, police officer ignores them, since Randy threw the, the brothers under the bus with his story. In a bit of rage, Jeff calls the cops bullshit uh, due to the cop being possibly related to Randy or the cop having nefarious relations with Randy's mother. Uh, on being sent to their room, the boys know that they can only trust each other anymore. Chapter four: Absent Compassion. The next morning, uh, the parents set the kids down uh, to have them shut up and listen to them. Uh, Lou is uh, moving in with their aunt because the two of them are too rambunctious when together. Even when pleading their case and showing the swollen lip of Lou to the parents, they played off like he was just roughhousing with some kid. Uh, Jeff finds that the uh, finds out that Randy's father is Mr. Woods's boss, being his father hence why they're doing all the butt kissing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with Lou gone, Jeff stayed in his room most of the time because his uh, relationship with his folks were strained at that point. Mm-hmm. And we're on to Chapter 5, Forced Friends. Jeff wakes up to an uncomfortably happy Mrs. Woods, uh, waking him from bed and telling him he's going to make friends with Randy Hayden. He doesn't want to, but his mother blackmails him into doing it by saying Lou will move back in if he does it. Um, so on arrival to the Hayden's residence, Jeff greets Mrs. Hayden then gets promptly pushed aside so Mrs. Woods can have the spotlight like the bet she is. Uh, Mrs. Hayden tells Jeff where Randy's room is. Randy and Jeff have a bit of an uncomfortable second meeting. But in time, they relax and become friends over the hours that he's there. Even Randy even apologizes to Jeff and explains why he did what he did. Yeah, uh, They notice that their mothers leave the house together. So Randy brings Jeff to the garage to show him something. It's a flare gun. Uh, and then before he notices it, um, Keith and Troy are right behind him. Chapter 6, Violent Intentions. So Randy points the flare gun at him as he's uh, showing his true colors. And uh, he wants Jeff to take this beating for, like, revenge and such. Because he's a villain. Uh, Jeff snaps, however, once again, promptly walloping all three of them. Randy hears uh, their parents returning in the midst of the wallop. And uh, pleads for Jeff to pick up the mess that got knocked around so they don't all get in shit. While he's doing that, Randy accidentally drops the flare gun, which goes off and headshots Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Sorry. me I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I just love it. <laughs> and headshots Jeff. Fatality. <laughs> like, triple it like kill.
2: It's like Unreal Tournament, just like, headshot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Jeff uh, wakes up in the hospital. Chapter 7, The Birth of the Killer. Jeff is in a semi-conscious state while he's in bed, so he can like hear everyone talking around him, but the, the adults don't know that. Mrs. Woods is asking questions to the doctor about Jeff, seeming really worried. However, it becomes clear that all she cares about is if the scars will go away and if he's going to be pretty anymore. Not if he's okay or not. She doesn't give a shit. Mrs. Woods goes on saying that they're going to have to homeschool Jeff now because he's disfigured and he'll never have any friends, etc., etc. Calling him a pariah and such. mentions how, once again, Randy threw Jeff under the bus, saying that Jeff found the flare gun and wouldn't stop playing with it no matter how much they told him to. And then Jeff shot himself in the face. A few days later, Jeff was ready to go home. He's never seen his face until now. By this point, he wants to see it. His left eye is pure white with a red smile-like burn going up from his mouth, like across his cheek. nurse says that she has to put the bandages back on now, and he says, yeah, it's fine. I can admire myself later, which kind of shows that he's kind of snapped at this point. In Chapter 8, the last one, thank God. On the ride home, Lou is so happy that Jeff is okay and asks if they can go to a restaurant to celebrate. What a nice thing. Mrs. Wood says no, though, and tells him to go to bed. What a bitch. Uh, Jeff and Lou uh, chat in their room speaking with Jeff speaking cryptically and confusing Lou. Lou goes to their parents' room to knock on the door and tell them. Mr. Woods tells them to go away and leave their mom alone. So that night, the parents wake up to their bedsheets being pulled off. And Jeff is standing at the, at the end of the bed with his bandages off and a knife. In his- After some questioning, Jeff walks up beside Mr. Woods and stabs him three times in the stomach, killing him. After uh, failing a sand roll, Mrs. Woods enters a fugue state and is frozen, sitting in the fetal position. Jeff says, uh, Lou wanted to celebrate my return, but you know what you told him when he asked that? She didn't remember, so asked, and Jeff said, go to sleep, and stabs her repeatedly in the chest until she dies. With his parents killed, he goes back to Lou and tells him he is free. Confused, while trying to sleep, he doesn't know what he means, and asks to go back to sleep. Jeff says, you'll see you in the morning, and then that's about it.
0: Walks out. He escapes the house, and...
2: never to be seen from again. Probably.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is one one night stand. It's fine. Yeah, a one night <laughs> stab. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but... Thank you, and Yellow, for that that very like succinct and thorough rundown.
2: That that tends to be the way I do them.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> trying to be as fast as possible while
0: hitting all of the important points. Meanwhile, I'm just flailing around with words. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, with that, I guess we move on to our first and foremost section of our of our podcast. Everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions at this point. <laughs> um, seriously, if somebody actually likes the grammar inquisitions, please please let us know.
2: <laughs> or even if just someone realizes that they at least tolerate it.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
2: That's fine too. <laughs>
0: um. So. Uh, On to chapter one, because <laughs> uh, I did I did all of my grammar inquisitions and all my actual thoughts into, like, I categorized them into the, the different chapters. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start with Mandeville, or Mandevil. <laughs> um, the sky was crisp and gorgeous blue, and although the Louisiana heat was playing its usual cruel tricks, the brothers decided that a... Uh, that a morning bike ride to explore the area would be just the right ticket to combat the slight pangs of homesickness that they've both been experiencing over the last week. <sighs> okay, I did take a few breaths there, but that is all one goddamn sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I I didn't, this was the only one I actually noted down. Did anybody else notice run on, like super run on sentences like this? I didn't even notice that one. Okay. Somehow. Yeah, I, I I, had to, like, double take on this one. because, like, like, it's felt like there was a period somewhere in there, but then, like, rechecking it, it was like, no, there's just commas all the way down.
2: Yeah, I must have typo-neased a period in there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, that, that's my comment for that, for, for Mandeville. Um, do we want to do, like, this chapter by chapter, or do we guys want to uh, just, like, me go through all of them, and then you go through all of them, and then you go through all of
2: them? Mikey, do you have your stuff sectioned out chapter by chapter?
1: I do by chapter names for the that... most part.
2: So the answer is yes.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's just go chapter
0: by chapter, though. Okay. So, Mikey, do you have anything for Mandeville? Um. Well,
1: you you got my one. Um. <laughs> Everybody gets one, except for
0: whatever I get. You guys all the stuff that you guys are missing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. I do have an actual thought that ties into like the next sentence after that i believe okay or a sentence a bit later because for me there was a bit of scene whiplash gotcha because uh in that sentence you just said it talks about them deciding to go on their morning bike ride so i assumed they were in the next paragraph whatever they're going to be on their bike ride but the next sentence i miss home blue blurted out as Jeff was smearing salsa on the microwave burrito that would serve as his breakfast,
0: okay, so they just haven't gotten to <laughs> biking yet. they're just planning their bike ride,
1: yeah, yeah, so like <laughs> so, so for the bike ride, and then it didn't show up,
0: yep, yeah, yeah, it is kind of one of those like especially that first one, it is kind of like one of those intro sentences or like kind of developing sentences that's like, all right, the next thing is going to be there, like either on their bike ride or reaching their goal with the bikes, but then it kind of just back pedals, but unch, to um, to them just still being in their house having having breakfast.
2: Oh, I get it because they're bikes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yes.
2: <laughs> I got it immediately. I just love putting awkward pauses after very clear jokes that are easily understandable.
0: Thank you, thank you, Mike. Oh, Thank you, Gamer.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> the other way to to view it is. Maybe he's smearing salsa on the burrito while he's biking. Like he microwaved it and left, but he grabbed the salsa with him. He's it's just like going a, no hands.
0: It's like that anime trope where like the person's like running to like get to school and they just have like a piece of toast in their mouth. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he's got a burrito a in his burrito in this case. <laughs> yeah. Bike riding with a burrito. Mm-hmm. Burrito bike riding. <laughs> it's all the rage in Louisiana.
1: It is. Yep. Uh. Anyway, that's all I have about that grammar inquisition. Uh, Gamer. No.
0: Cool. Uh, On to (laughs) (laughs) chapter 2. Randy, Keith, and Troy. Uh,
1: No. I got nothing.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. So, uh, Mikey?
1: Alright. This one, I believe is a grammar inquisition. Um, Okay. However, Randy and his little gang of would-be toughs would have done, would have none of that. So I think it's would be thugs. Is what they wanted, or would or be tough, tough guys? guys.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Let me let me take a look. Uh, would be
2: tough. unless toughs is another like uh, form of that. Tough. that I'm unaware of.
0: Um, because tough like like toughs like like I I have heard tough as a term for like um like a group of like roughhouses or something like that. So, uh,
2: like you guys over there, you guys are toughs.
0: Yeah. Strong person, physically or emotionally strong, and able to deal with difficult situations. Um, the men, uh, and the example I see on uh, on this is on Dictionary dot com. Um, uh, the men who work on the oil rigs are a tough bunch.
2: Or well, no, that, tough that's customer,
0: a tough cookie kind of thing.
2: Yeah, that's a descriptor. Yeah, you need the noun version of it.
0: Um. Uh, yeah. It just. Yeah. It seems like. It, yeah. Huh. Okay. I thought I. I've heard like. T- I mean. I. I got what they were meaning. But yeah. It's like. Uh. The most I'm mm-hmm. finding are like tough guys or tough young thugs.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toughs as a noun just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Or it's a regional dialect we're not aware of. Then. Yeah. It, it could.
0: Yeah. It could out. be some kind of a a Louisiana saying.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or just wherever the uh, the actual writers
1: from.
0: Yeah. That too.
1: All right. So that was my one grammar inquisition for that chapter.
2: Gamer. Okay, how'd you guys miss this? Where are you going, pussy? Um, I feel like it should be "Where are you going, comma, pussy?"
1: Isn't it dialogue?
2: Yeah, <laughs> we'll get
0: into that
1: <laughs> later on.
2: <But> like, <laughs> we'd be putting a pause in that. Yeah, you'd be saying "Where are you going, pussy?" Uh, "Where are you going, pussy?" Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, I think I think a comma would definitely work there to like well, to, to add for like the pause and stuff.
1: They are would be toughs, though. Maybe that's, that's how true. the character speaks. <laughs>
2: yeah probably yep however because i'm doing my job grammatically it's incorrect it's dialogue but you would say it with a comma unless you don't
0: which is cool i guess (laughs) yes that's all i got okay uh so on to corruption in action chapter uh i've got nothing of note for this one either um so mikey
1: Uh, i got nothing for that chapter
2: I have nothing for the rest of the story. I'm going to
0: take a nap. Cool. You, you've done your job. <laughs> Sleep, young prince. <laughs> I will. Um, on to chapter four. Absent compassion. I've got nothing. Mikey? Also nothing. Cool. Um, <laughs> on to chapter five. Uh, forced friends. And this is one where I have it. And guys, these are going to be dialogues. But sue me. I had it bugged me. Um, so starting with this one, yeah. Sorry about that, Miss Hayden. Me and Lou had no idea that it was okay for your son and his friends and mess with our bikes without asking. And I think it has to be um, a, a two rather than an and. So it's like um, we had no idea it was okay for your son and his friends to mess with our bikes without asking. But it's dialogue, oh, yeah. so <laughs> uh, and I my next read one... right over that, yeah, and, and my next <laughs> one here is another piece of dialogue. Uh, I guess I'm sorry for two things went too far again. Dialogue, but I think it needs to be you need like an extra word in there, and I th- think it should be. Um, I guess I'm sorry for that too,
1: um, or just I guess I'm sorry too,
0: or even yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess I'm sorry too, or I guess I'm sorry for that. Like yeah, something like that. Um Again, dialogue. So, uh, <laughs> Um but that's my uh that's my grammar acquisition for forced friends, uh, Mikey.
1: And uh, you got mine. Congratulations. It was also dialogue.
0: Wait, you attacked dialogue too? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch!
2: Literally, all <laughs> I attacked. All I know that. well as dialogue.
0: That's fair. Uh, speaking of gamer, do you have it? No, I told you. Oh right, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm sleeping right now. Okay, no, leave me alone. <laughs> what are you I, talking about? I need to go to sleep. Go to yeah. sleep. Uh, onto vile intention. Um, however, when it was placed so close, when the aroma and the promise of that sweet, savory fa- flavor was only inches away, Jeff found that he could no more to stand against it then a ship in the ocean could stand against a typhoon. So I think you need to remove the two before the stand. So it's like Jeff found that he could no more stand against, or yeah, Jeff found that he could no more stand against it than a ship in the ocean could stand against a typhoon. Like for some reason, there's just an errant two in there. Um, yes. And that is mine for violent tension. So Mikey, do you have anything? Nope. Okay. Uh, On to the birth of the killer. This is dialogue again. Sorry. There's a lot of dialogue typos in the story apparently. Um, it's okay. There will be plenty to time for me to admire myself later. Um I think I think you mean there will be plenty of time for me to admire myself. I Maybe mean, he snapped a little bit at this point. <laughs> yeah. And I mean all the other dialogues I think have I think with the exception of the one from Randy, I think the other ones are all dialogue from from Jeff too. So Yeah. Uh so Mikey, do you have anything for this one? Uh, nope. And on to go to sleep. I have nothing, so Mikey.
1: All right, it's time for me to do the Conjunction Junction.
0: Everyone's second favorite segment. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And now, a Conjunction Junction with Mikey. The E stands for evil.
1: Take it away. And while he wanted quite badly to sock Randy and his pals around, a real concern suddenly invaded his mind. And while things had been far from perfect in their home, even after the move, there was a peace that had fallen over the family, and Jeff, fighting his urges, decided to do his best to keep it. It was actually Troy, the fat kid who stepped forward, fist-balled, eyes squinted in anger. So now... Seeing one of his friends go down so quickly and easily left him in a state of shock that he had no idea how to address. It was as though the joy of showing them up was perfectly blending with the rage he felt towards them. And so it was. Lou was shuttled off to his aunt's place in Abita Springs, Louisiana, A place even smaller and duller than Mandeville, if one can believe that. It felt like thick, sweet syrup stirring around in him. It was hot in there, with the main door shut. It was limp in his hands, though, and the hammer was not cocked back. It seemed that the previous tough guy had all but shrunk back to a scared child. But now, now it was anger mixed with hatred. And while he certainly longed to be free of it, while he most certainly preferred the false sense of love and concern he believed he'd heard from her before, he also wanted to test it out a bit more. And while all that came together in Jeff's mind, he continued to swim in that black ichor of hatred and rage and that was when he finally understood it wasn't until the last day that he finally asked for a mirror so on the final day when she arrived to clean and dress his face he asked to see himself so after asking a few questions about the accident and the recovery he fell silent as well it was easier that Lou not have to hear all of that it took a moment but lou finally opened his eyes and looked up finn
0: i'm not gonna lie i'm a little confused by how disjointed it was but
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's almost
2: like he grabbed random sentences throughout the entire story
0: almost Yeah, like i mean because like sometimes we can get like a pretty either either like a very simple like version of the story but like it was like fighting the the tough guys and then suddenly it was like a it was like his mom or something was fight, was there and suddenly he's, he's suddenly he's he's uh hes needs a mirror and he needs to get uh the nurse to come by and and get and uh and uh and address his wounds so i guess hes like yeah it was just like wow like super and there cool. was a mention of a hammer
2: being cocked back but no mention of a flare gun so i just imagined some dude like like Cox winding back the hey,
0: hammer, yeah, the actual hammer. Oh, that's why. He's, that's why something needs to be have like wounds addressed and so that because he, he was like blacked out after he got hit by the hammer.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah, and totally early well. on, it kept saying "it" a whole lot, but didn't say what it was. And then it was like it was Troy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then described Troy as as like, the fat guy. So.
2: Yeah, but then at that point, it seemed like he's defending Troy. Yeah.
0: it's Weird. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the disjointed nature of Conjunction Junction. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Uh, so that was our grammar positions. So I guess we shall move on to actual thoughts, what we actually thought of the story. Um am going to start with the first one, with the first chapter, of, as always, uh, Mandeville, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm actually going to, this is regarding the titular town setting of Mandeville. Uh, I looked it up. Um, it's actually there is actually a Mandeville, Louisiana. It's across the lake, in quotes, uh, of, uh, from New Orleans, um, which why are you quoting the lake? The reason I'm quoting that is because, for some reason in New Orleans, okay, this might just be like a Louisiana like term, or like some, some localization or something like that. But it, I found it really odd that they were terming lakes" when they, they were calling something a lake, when, to me, on the map, it's a bay out to the ocean. <laughs> but i mean i digress it's just like i'm sure it's just like a localization maybe has to do with like the the, the french history of of new orleans like maybe that's why they 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 call it a lake rather than a bay um oh, okay cuz like a anyways, lake
2: is fully surrounded in land
0: yeah and like the 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 lake that go the lake that uh mandeville's across from does kind of fit that position there's like a very narrow spot um that opens out to the to another lake that is yeah. actually an open bay out into the ocean, like out into the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> yeah. But it was really odd to me. Um, again, I digress. It's it was just like a, a a weird thing when I was like looking. It's like I wonder if Mandeville actually exists, and sure enough, it does. Um, I looked
2: it up further. I don't know if you did. I mm-hmm. could not find the street that they lived on.
0: I did, and I d- I did not find it either. So they they made it's up the a name
2: alternate dimension version, yeah.
0: alternate history Mandeville, mm-hmm. and um. Actually, that was my la- that was the next th- thing I had. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> Whoops. Now it's fine. That's <laughs> cool. Uh, that was a better segue than I think than I had. So okay. <laughs> um, so on to the next thing, though. Um, uh, yeah, and ZM Video because I'm Canadian, damn it. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and ZM uh, Video. The owner knew us and would always let us rent R-rated movies without our parents, and he'd always hook us up with free video game rentals. If we got a few movies. Yeah, I miss that too. But Lou, we have to. Is this really 2015 with like rental stores? Like lucky. (laughs) I wish they were still around. Um, It's been so long
2: since I've rented a video game. I don't remember when they actually all poofed away. I
0: I think they all started really going, I guess well, since the, like the last, like the, the last blockbuster, is still around, but like surviving on turning itself into literally an an overnight Airbnb.
2: <laughs> for some reason, when you said that, I imagined it as like a poster for a movie, like The Last Guardian or whatever. Just like the, the last, last
0: blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Now, my guess is, as I continued reading the story, that this is actually closer to the original timeline of the original Jeff the Killer, and no, and and so like somewhere in the nine late nineties or early two thousands, rather than actually in the tooth 2015 but that title, like the, with the title of jeff the killer sem- uh, is it semicolon or colon I'm pretty sure it's semicolon. oh i i imagine that title is just when it was written yeah yeah no that's what i mean about the title like with the title oh no you oh wait you actually thought that that's oh wait so wait hang on you you thought it was, it was just when it was, it was written, written not in the 2015
2: but the setting could be in the freaking 30s for all you know
0: <laughs> i mean that also ruins the like that that i mean it can't be in the 30s because rental movies and vhs didn't exist I, I'm, a, I'm exaggerating I, I know i know i'm being critically <laughs> silly damn it i, I barely I'm do familiar. it on this we show never do that. <laughs> i know um but yeah no uh it, it wasn't until like as i started reading it was like okay so we're probably like somewhere in like the late 90s early 2000s kind of like where the original Jeff, the killer kind of took place. But like, yes. again, with the title for me, like it was, I actually got like a misconception of like when this was set.
2: <laughs> yeah. If you view that the wrong way, then yes, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like with movies and shit, they'll, if they do like a reboot of a movie and they don't, or just, you know, if it's a sequel, but they don't put a number after it because they're idiots. So yeah. That's what everyone does. Sorry. I'm triggered. Um, Like when you look it up, it'll ha- have in brackets, like the 2017 version or 20, whatever version
0: yeah but i mean well to that point like halloween like the rob the uh the rob uh zombie movie the rob Mm -hmm. zombie remakes uh they were actually like they weren't period pieces they were they were set in the in the in like when they were filmed same with the newer uh, actually that doesn't make yeah the 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 last halloween one just a sequel to the previous one but um like uh stephen king's it for example um the novel is written uh like the like the the grown-ups are in the 80s and the they were kids in the fifties. whereas in the movie adaptation, they were kids in the eighties and adults in the two thousands. Yeah. So like they did update like like that's what, like they did update it to the time. Mm-hmm. Um which is what I kind of expected this one to, but then yeah, we it seems to be like more just like somewhere in like the early two thousands or late eight, late nineties is my guess. Yeah. Which I mean it's I fine. It's just, yeah.
2: the, I didn't go in with the the thought that it was twenty fifteen, so I just kinda let the story tell me what time it was just based on the, the tech level.
0: Freak are, this is thir- like it's a, it's this is Thursday, not freaky Friday. <laughs> like why are we switch why have we switched situations here? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um yeah yeah so okay, so twenty fifteen is just like when it was written, not the actual setting.
2: I believe so. Personally, yes.
0: No, that's that's probably the better way to go with it. Um, mm-hmm. And so, my next one here, uh, Lou interrupted. Uh, I know we have to. Uh, I know we have to make the most out of this. But still, this place just seems so fake. And Mom and Dad still treat us like we aren't even here. Yep, they do. I I was sort of hoping the new house would improve their mood, but what can we do? And I, I really had hoped that this story would have elaborated why their parents are just so god awful. <laughs> like a, like mm-hmm. given us some kind of a reason why, like outside of like, oh, they just want to fit in, but like they seem like they were terrible even back in the back when in their old place.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, because I, they probably also wanted to fit in back then.
0: I, I guess, yeah. Um and and I then mean, yeah, I
2: summarize like, it at the start of my rundown.
0: I don't know The you dad did.
2: just the yeah. dad just wants to uh like focus on his work that's all he gives a shit about and the mother just cares about her image and the family's image
0: yeah i guess i guess it's really just i kind of wish they had ha- we gotten a little bit more backstory to them just being otherwise shitty people but i guess they're just shitty people for those simple reasons <laughs> mm-hmm. um
2: they're like anime which, characters because they have yeah. like one like facet about themselves and then that's the entirety of their character
0: which um yeah and to be fair, like I so again, uh, I read the, the original story after reading this one to see like if there were like what the differences were. And what's funny is the 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 uh <laughs> Did you just call me a you poor fool.
2: I said my condolences.
0: Oh yeah. Um I what what I found funny about the differences is that um not only are the parents named in the original story <laughs> versus this one <laughs> They're named in this one. Do we get a full name for like both they're parents? They're named repeatedly. It's Matt and Shola. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So they're okay. So they were named differently in this in the, in this one than they were in the other one. Um, okay, but like, yeah, they're they're just as terrible in the original one too. <laughs> like they're just, yeah. but it's more of like a like a like a kind of like a ditzy terrible. Like they're just absent-minded and dumb. Whereas mm. in this one, they are like actively malicious to their family member or to their to their children. Yeah, if they're choosing to be terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my those are my actual thoughts for for the uh, the first chapter, Mandeville. Uh, Mikey?
1: Uh, So, uh, first bit of critically silliness here. So, a week after they'd settled in, Jeff and Lou woke up early. So, they slept in for a week and then woke up early? God damn it. (laughs) How long would they expect to sleep? Like a month or two?
0: (laughs) I literally have my hand on my forehead right now, just like in, in, in... in pain. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Let the pain flow through you.
3: Uh, wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were supposed to hibernate. Yeah, clearly for most of the summer.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, now that that's out of the way. Uh... <laughs> now that you've
0: caused the cultists to have an aneurysm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um, one per recording. Uh, the, the next uh, actual thought I have here is uh, some more scene whiplash. Okay. So they're on their bike ride. And are we sure? Are
0: they Are they just talking about the bike ride with the burrito? <laughs> so they're on the bike ride
2: making breakfast while bike riding. I already yes. established this. Yes, they have clearly. baskets yeah. on the front of their bikes. There's a cutting board on top of it. There's a little like <laughs> fence around the cutting board so the shit can't fall off of it. Mm-hmm. They've, it's very well thought out.
0: I'm just going to draw you (laughs) riding a bike with this whole setup. Please (laughs) do. That's the title card
1: this episode. (laughs) That's fine. All right. So anyway, uh, here's the, the quote. So we're talking about the shopping center. So the village shopping center was the name of the short row of businesses. Within these were a pizza hut, a Chinese restaurant, a tobacco store, a sprint store, and what Jeff and Lou were most excited about, a video store. We'll have to get Mom and Dad to come down here and open up an account so we can rent some movies, Lou mentioned, as Jeff flipped a box over to read the description of a horror movie. So, we go from being on the bike ride, and I'm visualizing them going past the shopping center and describing what's in it, and then... Lou's talking and then suddenly Jeff has a horror movie in his hand and he's slipping it over
0: yeah it's a little it's a little quick like uh, between scenes uh scene situations like i, I the way I env- would envision that would be them bike riding past the the, sh- the shopping center for you to see all the buildings and then like it would just cut to them inside the inside the video store but
2: yeah or it, it... <laughs> you're biking past all the shops and then while Like getting in front of the video store, he lifts up the cutting board and pulls out a like a busted uh uh like uh, DVD or VHS take case. It doesn't say specifically um, of whatever horror movie it is. He's like, okay, what's the this movie I got to look for? Because I broke mine, you see. I got I got to see if I can rent one or buy one here.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's he has it it with him. Yeah,
2: Yeah. (laughs) that bike solves everything.
0: Yep, <laughs> or ruins <the> everything. <laughs> it depends on your, your yeah. View, yeah it's like, what's that? What's that phrase? Um, I I can't remember.
1: <laughs>
2: cool, nailed
1: it. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's the last of my actual thoughts for the first chapter.
0: Okay,
2: uh, gamer. Um, I actually don't have anything for the first one.
0: Okay, then I guess. We and should... I
2: actually don't have my notes sectioned out into sections. Chapters, so I'm gonna do that right now.
0: <laughs> cool,
2: gonna <laughs> be super easy.
0: We'll try to keep your, uh, we'll try to keep the the moment or some uh, keep you covered there while you do that. Be fine, be fine. So onto chapter th- uh, chapter two. Randy and Keith, or sorry, Randy, Keith, and Troy. Uh, Lou, who was both in better shape and had sparred with Jeff a time or two during his time spent boxing, was able to avoid the punches, but just barely. So these kids. Who aren't old enough to set up an account at a video store took boxing lessons.
2: It explained why.
0: Yeah, it does go on to explain why, and also to that, like this is this was like my initial like thought when I was thinking about this. I was like, I was like, I guess like Taekwondo and karate are a are like are something that happens. Yeah, I took karate. Yeah, and yeah, like I taken I I took uh Taekwondo when I was uh when I was in like I think when I was twelve. Um, so mm-hmm. it's not, yeah, it, it just, it took me a second cause I don't, I don't really, ever, I don't often associate boxing, um, as like one of those like martial arts that you, t- you learn or you, you can uh, take classes as, as a kid, but I guess oh, it is kind of basically the same kind of thing.
1: It's usually kickboxing. Yeah. But yeah, the, there are kickboxing locations nearby. So okay. I, I've seen them.
2: So. I'm sure there'll be children in there that could beat the shit out of any of us.
1: Yep. Yes, 100%. I stay away.
0: <laughs> mm, they're scary. <laughs> First off, children are scary in general. Second yeah. off, they've they've got moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, why isn't there a horror movie about that? About like kids like who know like karate and stuff just like attacking people. <laughs> Feel like you'd hit two nails on the head there. Mm, well, but um so yeah, that's that's my one note for Randy Keith and Troy. <laughs> Is just like I was initially confused about, like, the boxing lessons. Mm -hmm. But,
1: uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, All right. So, uh, my next actual thought is sort of a continuation of the critically silliness. Okay. So, (laughs) are you prepared? (laughs) Second,
0: yep, let's go. Let's do this.
2: You should be hardened to this by now.
0: You'd think.
1: (laughs) All right. So, the quote is, if he and Lou got into a fight on their first week in this new neighborhood, their parents would freak. To which I'm like, "Well, this is the second week because they spent their first week sleeping." Yeah, it's true. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think it's the third week actually. Hey, they're good. They can fight all they want. They got, mm-hmm. they got, they got energy for days. Literally, <laughs> Except for three weeks. Remember? <laughs> so they <laughs> got all the energy. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like we we are almost like the bullies of this recording. Like We're bullying
0: uh, cultists. It's, fine. it's fine. I <laughs> asked for this, guys. You did. This is totally not Stockholm Syndrome. I no. asked
1: for this. <laughs> Alright. Anyway. Um, my next actual Another thought to... is... Sorry. I'm going to let you finish. ...that the... Um... You hear me? Yeah? What's up?
2: Okay, he keeps talking even though I said I'm gonna let you finish. Um, Oh
1: shoot! Okay, we
0: didn't hear you say that then.
2: Oh okay. Um, Another title card idea: you can um, make yourself as the cultist, as like Jeff or as Lou or whatever, and then me and Mikey as bullies, like with our like hands, like like we're gonna punch you, but we're just like saying terrible puns.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna like (laughs) it's gonna be like like just shouty shouty lines off your faces and just pun pun. Yes, (laughs) Pun. Yes, <laughs> like of <course>. in, yeah. <laughs> Pun exclamation point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Okay, right, write that like down. There's green tears coming down from inside your...
2: Uh, I, inside I try your normal phone. tears from that green eye. <laughs> Do you?
0: Yeah. It's just I a don't... single green glowing eye. I, gr- I, okay. I try tears from, from I don't know if you're full of energy and shit. No, not normally, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
1: You should write that down though. Just let me know. Remind me <laughs> just
0: in case,
2: because we have two options there.
1: Yep. All
2: right. Please continue. All right.
1: Uh, so my next actual thought for this uh, section is that we get an exposition dump that seems a bit out of place.
0: Uh... <laughs> is this when he's giving him his uh, his his business card, <laughs> like with all his information about them? Um. Well, the no, this is...
1: <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, Lou, I believe it was Lou, that insults uh, Randy. Mm. And then we get some exposition dump about Randy that doesn't seem to fit in my mind. Okay. So I have the, the quote here. Uh, We're going to your mom's house. Me and my brother saved up a couple dollars from doing chores, And we hear she doesn't charge much. As the words left Lou's mouth. Randy appeared to only register a small portion of it at uh, a small portion of it all. Randy Hayden had grown up in Mandeville. His father was a partner at a local firm that made a lot of money, something else that Jeff would soon come to learn. Randy and his friends, while the same age as Jeff, had grown up in very different circumstances. They were used to being listened to. They were used to being feared. Like,
0: I do get where you meant because I started laughing as soon as I started laughing. It like really quietly as soon as you uh, says like, uh, Randy Hayden's dad, <laughs> the firm. <laughs> I was like, oh, and like, it, it's it's like it's. I know what the author's doing. I think like, or at least I I think I know what the author's trying to do here is like trying basically set up like a foreshadowing for what like out of out of story like to the to the reader, not to the people there mm-hmm. about the thing. It's something that a lot of writer horror writers do like they like oh like um um this character uh would later find out about all this information like that would come soon that would be prevalent to like why the character the, the their antagonizing character was acting the way they were um like it's mm-hmm. actually something i think i've heard i've read from stephen king like because he likes to like go into like the backstory of each character as he writes uh, as they're as they're performing actions and stuff yeah. um but yeah it, it does kind of seem a little it is kind of silly when, they, when something just transitions to like. Randy Hayden's father works at the local firm, and <laughs> yeah, it's
2: like there's an action scene going on, and then the narrator pauses everyone. Yeah. just just like, talk about this. Yeah, exactly. It's really like giving spoilers, honestly. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I could definitely leave it. I mean, I mean, wow. uh, yeah, leave it as the yeah, yeah to like to to remove it, like to kind of because you we do find out more about this in the in the, in a later chapter. So yeah, wow. like
2: if it never mentioned it again, then okay, it has to be mentioned somewhere. Yeah, but it says the same damn thing later. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I mean, uh, why didn't he take a moment to talk about Randy's mother? Because she was just the one who was insulted.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's just like that's just uh, like a, a diss that kids do, though, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but it's nothing to do with his father. You're 100 percent right. <laughs> yeah,
0: it just kind of goes. It really just it decided to go and start explaining why Randy, Keith, and Troy are are bullies and like why they get away with it. For like, or like, we get like a tidbit. We had a slight teaser as to why they're bullies and why they're not going to take this shit.
2: It's like if you were like Gamer, your your ninja katana sucks, and then the narrator is like,
1: "Gamer uh, only heard what part? It yellow
2: a uh, bicycle is fantastic. It's <laughs> off road bike. It's yellow and it goes everywhere. Anyway,
0: <laughs> it's a little. I don't think it's quite like that dumb. It's like, pretty way, dumb. Like I, it, like there needs to be some kind of like thing that like adds on like because he's dissing the I, I get kind of what you mean but like he's dissing the mom but it's not that's not what like the, what Randy's hearing what he's hearing is like somebody is actively like defending themselves against his bullying and he's not used to that and then it goes into what like a little father bit of a,
2: have anything to do with that
0: because his, his father and them are like it, it kind of they try to it's I'm not saying it's done well but what I think <laughs> it's trying to do is that it's trying to like set up that like his parents are well off and they're used to getting their way because their parents are well off and nice and like rich and like, and or like integral to the community. And so they can get away with bullying because, and no, and everyone in town doesn't like go after them because of their, their dads or his dad's um, like uh, reputable um, position. Well, he
2: should have just went into like an, an internal monologue of him being like, who the fuck him thinking like, who the fuck does this kid think he is to try to talk shit about us? I get what I, I want.
0: I would actually really like it if that had been like what it done. Like if that, if that w- was changed to that, yeah, a monologue would definitely make more sense than like the the uh, the uh, the disembodied narrator suddenly pausing <laughs> the scene, like pa- taking hitting pause, and then you just see the uh, the uh, K uh, K Ballum walking, why, the- yeah, walking up, like walking <laughs> off, off onto screen. It's like uh, in like a suit and just like. So you might be wondering why this character. <laughs> I wasn't actually. Please go away yeah mm. yeah i think the monologue i think you hit it on the head too again uh inner monologue would have made that much better
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and thank you for pointing that out mikey because i never really grasped how annoying that was until you brought up the fact that it's annoying
0: yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. and like yeah i i did it didn't bug me until you started pointing it out <laughs> yeah for <laughs> team
2: effort to make that whole thing worse
0: yeah we did good <laughs> Well, this is a Jeff the Killer story. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. All right. So that's the end of my actual thoughts for that section. Okay.
0: So yeah, Gamer, uh, what do you got? Uh,
2: well, uh, the only thing I took note of is um, the fact that they just kind of blatantly say where they live. Not 100% accurate where they live. They just say like the street they live on. But they gave enough information that they knew that there was a place for sale there. so They know exactly where he is.
0: So, so basically like a business card. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. <laughs> It's just
2: As soon as I read it, I'm, I was just thinking you're being way too specific. This is going to bite you in the ass. The bullies know exactly where you live now. And then I put an edit of the next chapter after I read it. Cops showed up before he got home. Yep, okay, this is bad. So, <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have told these where you lived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. i surprised I missed that on my notes. Yeah, I totally missed it. I, I did actually have meant to put it in there, but I forgot.
2: Yeah, that's all I got for that chapter.
0: Okay. Uh, so on to the next one, uh, Corruption in Action. I'm uh, going to start with this lengthy quote. Um, Listen, boys, you're lucky. None of the parents want to press charges. This will be reported as a simple scuffle between teenagers. But be advised, you're both on notice. This is a quiet town, not like New Orleans. We don't tolerate. Well, I almost went, we don't take kindly to your teen angst here. <laughs> it's pretty accurate, actually. It's getting close, yeah. We don't tolerate this sort of behavior over here. Oh, wow, it really is.
2: It, it, it 100% is. It's um, just a little bit more wordy.
0: Yeah. If you see Randy, Keith, or Troy, I highly recommend you, ter- you tell them you're sorry. We'll, we'll be keeping an eye on both of you. So don't let this happen again. You don't want to have an arrest record. And to this, like at this point in the story, I'm just like, I love how, like, this story has made me absolutely despise and hate everyone in this story except for Jeff and Lou. Like, the frustration of the world against a protagonist, even the like of proto Jeff the Killer, like pre Jeff the Killer Jeff, just gets, just, it just gets to me. And I, I see why, and, and like, Whenever I see it in media as a trope, it's just like I—I'm instantly rooting for the protagonist because I hate everyone else.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, they do that on purpose. Yeah, no, for it, that exact
0: yeah, response. Yeah, this story legitimately uses that trope, like, and just saturates the story with that. Mm-hmm. So, um but yeah, that was that's that's my 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 thought for uh for corruption in action. <laughs> it's just like the despicable town and and parents. Yeah. Um, and how they how they push Jeff and Lou up above that. <laughs> um so yeah, Mikey. He stands for evil.
1: Alright. Um my actual thought actually um bleeds into the next one as well. Okay. So uh the issue is that they say the same thing twice, just slightly differently, which uh Ooh. it in this corruption action section it has Neither of their parents spoke to them for the rest of the day. At the beginning of the next section, Jeff and Lou didn't hear from their parents for the rest of that day. It's <laughs> just like, yep, still not, pay- still not talking to them. <laughs> that
2: is weird. Mm-hmm.
0: That is kind of odd how they, like, recapped that between chapters.
2: Maybe it should have been like, um, they didn't hear from their parents for like, the next couple of hours, and then the next paragraph is like, even until the, the end of the day, they still haven't talked to their parents. Yeah. But, like. A little different,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I can see it. Mm-hmm.
2: And again, I didn't even notice that was a problem until you pointed it out. Yeah, so now I. I at...
0: Yep. <laughs> Mike, tearing point? down the veil of of, of uh, <laughs> taking tearing down the veil that is rose colored glasses. I don't know what that what that notion would be. <laughs> no, rose
2: colored glasses is like nostalgia, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I don't know, like what I don't know what you're te- what veil you're tearing down, but it. I, I can't describe it. It's indescribable. Anyway. Yeah. This metaphor is yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> no, Don't worry. Okay, next title art idea. You need to draw Mikey with a pickaxe hitting this undescribable thing that you can't describe.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna make the title card's just gonna be a comic strip. Okay. <laughs> All the different titles or the different title art ideas. Yeah. Totally. Be like my most involved title card in a while.
2: It's gonna be me on a bike making a burrito you being bullied by bullies saying puns and then Mikey using a pickaxe to hit something that you can't possibly draw.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Easy.
0: (laughs) Excellent.
1: Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, another way to fix that is to just uh, at the beginning of the next section, um, just say that Jeff and Lou remained in their rooms late at night. Yada, yada, yada. So, Continuing with the the next sentence, rather than saying again that they didn't hear from their parents.
0: Yeah, would have made more sense and not be repetitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. That was almost a grammar inquisition. A little. Almost. It works. It works for both. All
1: right. And that's end of my actual thoughts for that section.
2: Okay. Gamer. So my one note on this section is kind of like yours, uh, cultist, a little bit. Just in regards to uh, the parents, not just everyone as a whole. Yeah, just the whole the fact world that, like,
4: against these two characters
2: <laughs> yeah and two of which are obviously the parents Matt and Shella, and they're just just horrible parents yeah. and like they say the kids say that they never start fights like they're they got pretty clean noses in in regards to like fights and shit mm-hmm. but they just the, the parents don't give a shit they're like no I'm not going to believe you you're, you're wrong you guys are always rambunctious they even say that later you guys are always rambunctious yep. when you're together and you're causing problems well, apparently, at least in the eyes of the children, they're not bad kids.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's that is honestly like the tr- like, again, it's not even just the story. It's not just pastas. Like this is a trope in horror media where like the protagonist, like their parents, no one will listen to them. Um, like they're always getting like basically accused of the of the thing that like either the the monster or the villain or like the antagonist of the story is like doomed because they have the better rep. Like basically it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, a conflict of, of, uh, of reputation like, yeah. uh, or like some, or again, like the cops are clearly like they're, they're dirty cops. Like in turn and like, it's very small scale in this story in that, like they're, they're protecting the kids of some, of some uh, well-renowned um, uh, adults in the community.
2: But here's the thing. I wouldn't even call the cops dirty or not because really, yeah, because here's the thing the cop is just doing his job honestly in this situation because what happened was they went outside the kids went outside to get their bikes back and then mm-hmm. the employee at the video store saw them talking and then the next thing that they saw was Jeff beating the shit out of them so unless she was staring at them the other time the entire time and saw Troy yeah. Keith take a swing which the, she probably didn't she probably looked over when she heard something which would have been the punch from yeah yeah from Jeff actually doing it so in her eyes she started it so she called the cops and then eyewitness account and um the three bullies saying that he started it he's fucked yeah so unless his parents back him up that he never does this shit he's screwed
0: yeah and and again like the the the, the cop does point out like well your your bike wasn't chained which it, it just like i can i can get into the mindset of why the kids think this is so unfair <laughs> um yes. cuz like yeah like th- i think that's what like wh- like why this ratches up the like the the frustration like the frustration is what this this trope builds up is this like that frustration of the protagonist that the reader occasionally feels as well like it's like no they didn't do anything wrong why is no one listening to them ah
2: <laughs> yeah and with the bike thing it's like yeah they shouldn't have been freaking riding the bikes because they're not theirs. Yeah. So it's like that's, if you
0: that's what i meant by like cop like was like they were like they're they protect they're, they're in in a small way they're protecting the 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 bullies because they're giving them an excuse with the oh you should have chained up your bike. Yes, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: Yeah, it is they are okay, they're they're not fully dirty. They're just a little soiled. <laughs> they <unclean>. soiled.
3: <laughs> unclean. Unclean yeah. sure yeah.
2: Um but yeah, yeah. It, the bike situation is like if you drove your car up to frigging Quickie Mart or something and you went in to grab something and you left the door open with the keys in, and then someone steals your car and then yeah. the cops show up and then say, well, you left the keys in it and the door open. The car's his now. Goodbye. You know, like, yeah, no. That, well, that, and that's
0: bullshit. That is yeah. bullshit. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But so it's not so much. I mean, they may not be dirty, 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 but they're like, like um, I, I just had a word for it. I just had not a reason for it. Um, no, not unclean. It, it wasn't unclean. It was um, like it, they're, they're, they're a small town group of cops and they don't take, it, it even says like we don't take kindly to your, like they don't take kindly to outsiders. And that's a thing that happens in small towns is that you don't like the, 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 the town's cops and like the town's folk are always weary about like the new people that come into town, like that move into town. Like, because yeah. they don't want-
2: based on everyone's reputation. If you're new in town- you're the one who's getting targeted for everything because yeah, everyone else has a rep that's it, good or bad.
0: Exactly, yeah. Like you're going to be the scapegoat for, uh, for everything that goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not even just like the t- cops are like dirty or unclean. It's that the town itself just doesn't care or is, is outwardly malicious to outsiders.
2: For sure. And with how Randy dealt with this whole situation, I'm assuming this isn't the first time he's done it. So of I'm assuming so. the cops would have had to run in with him repeatedly.
0: Yeah. So Just like,
2: never finding him because of his status. Exactly. So yes, they're dirty.
0: <laughs> so, I like we had that <laughs> <round. turn> around. <laughs> yeah, turn around completely. Yeah. Um, okay, and is there anything more that you got for this one? No. Nah. Okay, on to Absent Compassion. Uh, I actually don't have anything for this one, um, because it, it's very similar, I believe, to what happens in the first story, it's just a little bit, it, it, there's alterations to what but ultimately, yeah, like uh, Jeff is left alone, <laughs> is what happens. Um, so I don't really have much else to say for this one. It's just, um, again, unfair, uncaring world around these, these two kids. And it just furthers, like, further makes the, um, uh, makes you want to, like, kind of see these, these, the underdogs prevail. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, Mikey, do you have anything else uh... for Absent Compassion? nope, okay, uh gamer nah yeah yeah it's it's really just kind of like it's it's almost like a lull between the two big scenes that are about to happen, or like the, between the two scenes,
2: yeah, uh, it's the, an intermission,
0: yeah, kinda yeah <laughs> uh it, mm-hmm. it it was an excuse to keep to get Lou out of the area or to get Lou out of the conflict <laughs> completely, mm-hmm. um, and again, just further example of you know the parents being terrible, uh a little so bit so. Next one uh, is forced friends. Uh, I have a lot more to say about this one. Uh, So starting with this. Hey, so I guess you heard our parents want us to hang out, get to know each other. Jeff uh, stated with little conviction. Yeah, that's my mom. That's my mom. All right. She doesn't like drama. Honestly, I think she worries too much. I mean, I'm cool if you're cool. This nonchalant conversation, like oh, and the non nonchalant conversation that follows, like him hanging out with Randy, or Jeff hanging out with Randy, this is my thought. What the hell? Like, a bit of a tonal shift for me. Um, I was expecting a lot more tension than there was, though after like thinking about it a little bit more during like during this read, I was like I, I, I do know, it does kind of make sense because kids do tend to forgive and forget a lot faster than adults. However, this is a Jeff the Killer narrative.
2: <laughs> I think as, the real reason hmm? that he was being so friendly is because um, their freaking parents were downstairs. Like,
0: And yeah, and as soon as they leave, like that's when shit happens.
2: Oh, I know, but I'm saying yeah. Randy is, um, his entire thing is, he's an asshole. Yeah, But as long as um no one can call him out on it you know like if his parents see him being an asshole then that's a problem
0: yeah he yeah exactly he covers himself when people are watching but as soon as like the authorities have have left like either they be police or parents or 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 old other adults that's when he uh he goes into bully mode like he's just i don't even
2: think he cares (laughs) if like random people see it because it's gonna be like what are you gonna do tell my dad you think he's gonna believe you?
0: Have you, do you I'm know Randy. who my dad? Is? Yeah, you do oh yeah. my god, it's that it's that trope. It's like, you know who my dad is.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly like that. Like it's it's authority figures like his parents and and police. Like uh he makes sure they aren't they aren't the ones that see it because he uh they believe him or they'll believe him more than anybody else. For sure. So he's just straight up a sociopath. <laughs> um yeah, of course. and and yeah, like that, but like at the same time, like while I was reading this, it's like I know what's about to happen. I really want them to be friends, though. <laughs> like, I really wish that Randy was actually not like a monster here. <laughs> yeah,
3: and like because it's because it, it,
0: yeah. the way it's written up is like this is really good. Like, I really kind of liked this. Like, it was almost heartfelt. Like, it was like two guys, like two two friends, like kind of like grow like like two bull like like two enemies or uh, suddenly becoming friends. Like, I was like, oh my god! Like, I I wish this would actually be like a buddy horror.
3: <laughs> yeah. Rather yeah. than
0: the traditional like okay, no, this is a horror story. Randy's just fucking with with Jeff this entire afternoon.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and then yeah, like a few minutes, like sometime like a short time later, "Hey Jeff, come downstairs. I want to show you something cool." Uh Randy invited and and Jeff followed. "Yep, there it is. This is a trap." Like as soon as that's project- like as soon as that's 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 uh put out there it's super obvious that this is going to fall into a a horror trap. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we get this. Um, This is during like the, uh, the scene with the the flare gun and stuff. Uh, Hang on. Uh, Randy then continued to fiddle with the flare gun, popping it open and loading a flare. Now it's loaded. He announced my dad showed me how to use this last year when we went out boating. Sometimes I take it out back and shoot flares at trees, but maybe this time I don't need trees. The change in Randy's voice and demeanor was impossible to. Him. So, I just want a question: Where's the rabid Randy or Randy the Ripper? Creepy pasta. Like, at this point, this kid is more of a sociopath than Jeff. At this point, <laughs>
2: um, claims to be. Even when he's pointing the gun at him, there was no conviction in it. He wasn't ever going to actually shoot it. He's all that's talk. true. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's it all is. Like nobody.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Still. I really would have, liked, like, if, the like, it, it really felt like we were about to go into another creepypasta about, like, a different teen killer.
2: Yeah. Or, like, both of them become monsters.
0: Yeah, again, and then this. we get the buddy horror.
2: And then it's, like, a freaking, well, it's either a buddy horror or it's, like, a Pacific Rim situation with, like, two monsters fighting each other.
0: Yeah, or, like, a, ri- oh, or even, not even, like, so it's, like, a buddy horror, but, like, it's more of a rivalry than a friendship, like, Let's mm-hmm. see who can kill the more people, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Randy, let's do this. Let's take wow. out this entire neighborhood. Jeez, I, I could see. That would I could be honestly, awful and terrible. Yeah, exactly. Like I could, I could see this happening, and I kind of want it, but I kind of think that's also terrible. Yeah, I don't know. One day, maybe I'll write that. I don't know. I'll write. I'll write a, a buddy horror in this vein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the buddy slasher horror. It's like it's it's like Freddy. It's it's less. It's less, like, Jason it's versus Freddy. It's not Freddy versus Jason, it's Freddy and Jason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not, Yeah, exactly. It's Freddy and Jason, like,
2: Come on there, Manny, let's go and kill all these kids, these teens. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Jason's like...
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes. he doesn't say anything. <laughs> and then Jason's like...
0: Yeah, no, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like... Please leave that silence in. <laughs> I will... We- I, I will I will not only leave that silence in, but when I go and uh, edit out all the other dead silence, I will make sure to like add in extra silence crickets. here. Yeah. Add in crickets? Yeah, I'll add crickets as well. Awesome. <laughs> I'm
2: making you do a lot of work for this.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it's pen- cards. Yeah, I, I, I think it's penance for me making you uh, do the rundown. Oh, uh, whatever.
2: Yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> okay. Also, I just noticed, I like how we, we went from like kind of low energy, it's like Jeff the killer to like yeah, this is fun. I like talking about this. <laughs> I halfway do this episode. Yeah, totally. All right, um, but yeah, uh, that was my actual thought. Right, right. We're gonna move yep. on to Mikey. Yep. I think. Okay, so Mikey, uh, what do you have next? What do you have for violent intentions? <laughs> what are you? or oh, no, sorry, not violent intentions. Uh, for um for uh, forced friends. Forced friends. Yeah.
1: All right. Um, I have a thing where for a split second, I didn't know who was talking and it made for some interesting, uh, some an interesting scenario. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, here's the, um, uh, the quote, a short time later, Jeff and his mother were pulling into Randy's driveway. Randy's mother answered the door. Hi, you must be Jeff. She greeted. Jeff smiled wanly and confirmed that it was in fact who he was. Hello, I'm Sheila Woods. Nice to meet you in person. Oh, that scene. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, you thought that was Jeff saying that? <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Yeah, but then the very next day after that, is Jeff's mother announced. So, but until you get to that, Jeff's mother announced. <laughs> it it yeah, kind because of
2: odd. yeah, yeah, the the subject. Is mentioned right there with Jeff, and then yeah, dialogue should be his. Yeah. So if that was okay, maybe this is a grammar related discrepancy. Then maybe if uh, Jeff's mother announced was before that. So Jeff's mother, Jeff's mother announced, "Hello, I'm Sheila Woods." Yeah, I think that would definitely
0: improve that. So yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. yeah, but that's the only thing I have for that section.
0: Okay, Uh, gamer. Um, (laughs) Okay.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll just read this quote. Hello, I'm Sheila Woods. It's nice (laughs) to finally meet you in person, (laughs) Jeff's mother announced, barging past her son and extending a hand uh, to Randy's mother. So, same quote. Great segue, by the way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Great segue, (laughs) by the way.
2: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, So, same quote, different reason, though. Um, The reason I made note of it is just how cartoony this scene is. Because it's straight up a cartoon at this point. Like, the mom just kind of... Push it like puts her hand on his on her son's face and just pushes him out of the way so she can be <laughs> in the spotlight. Yeah, it's like a straight up cartoon there.
0: Yeah, for one hundred percent,
2: kind of hilarious. And then um this other one is kind of a little bit in the veins of what you were saying earlier. Cultist looks like I'm just piggybacking off of your guys' thoughts, but well, that's fine. Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the point where it's like about time, I figured my mom would eventually talk to your mom into going shopping or get coffee or something like that. Jeff heard Randy pause the game. Uh hey Jeff, come downstairs. I want to show you some cool stuff. Randy invited and Jeff followed. So I again at reading this point, I had a feeling that Randy's about to hatch some scheme and pin some fight or damages on Jeff. It's unfortunate too because I was starting to like Randy.
0: Right. And then and like, I was really I was really liking their bonding moment between like over video games and shit. And like like he's like he even explains, like, his whole, like, reason for being a bully, but, like, in a light that's, like, almost sympathetic.
2: Yeah, it actually is.
0: Like, I've almost, I've actually had, like, growing up, like, in high school, I've had this kind of thing happen. Like, where I was bullied um, by, like, two or three people, and I became friends with them after talking to them about it. Yeah, like, those the, yeah, like yeah, like, the people, that, like, Gamer knows them, and, like, um... And even some other like people like every, every almost every bully I've had in because I, I I got bullied a little bit by uh, in high school but like mm-hmm. every bully I've had I eventually became friends with because we uh, I confronted them and talked to them about it like why they were doing yeah. it and they were just like I don't know uh, and then they invi- and then they wanted to be friends <laughs> mm-hmm. like it was almost like they were like I, I'm not saying like that's a thing that ha- like always happens but, like more often than not it's kind of like what happened here with Randy and Jeff but. Like in my experience uh, growing up with like with bullies, like it is, it's been kind of like I've I've gotten the 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 happier ending <laughs> to this, <laughs> where I end up becoming buddies with the the people, and they were just mm-hmm. kind of doing it out of boredom. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and I'm again not tr- not saying that like oh yeah, just talk to your 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 bullies and they'll like leave you alone or they'll be friends with you. It's like no, like that. I mean that might happen, but it it's not always the case.
2: Yeah. If they're just rotten people to the core. Yeah, you can't fix
0: that. Yeah, or if they just hate you for hating you, like that's that's gonna be a thing. And this has been an al dente rigamortis PSA,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. the first ever.
0: Yeah, and now I have another thing to put in the title card. <laughs> God damn it. It's gonna
2: be the busiest fucking title card ever.
0: Uh, it's gonna be a like a. It's gonna be eight and a, it's gonna be like like eight and a half by eleven, like comic book, like horizontal format. <laughs> kind of seems like it, doesn't it? Fuck. <laughs> It's a title or we'll, card for, for as is like, chapters there are in this story. Yeah. Or what's <laughs> funny is listeners he, read, listening to this will get to see how many of these ideas actually make it to the title card. hmm So, anyway, sorry.
2: For those, for those of you listening to this on a format that doesn't have a title card on the actual video you're watching, put in the comments below what your vote is for what you think the title card should be. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've put, like, what, four out so far?
0: Uh, I think about four so far, yeah, including a potential like just like a stamp, which is like Al Dente Rigamortis PSA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, that would be a really good that that might be that might be a good Redbubble uh, product, just an Al Dente Rigamortis PSA sticker.
2: Mm-hmm, For sure,
0: might have to think because we
2: do those so much.
0: I, I mean, I I do. <laughs> I, we have been putting out a, a bunch of stuff on Redbubble. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I mean, like in regards to us doing PSAs, often.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, just just keep going. We we need to get past this. <laughs> yeah, reg-
2: regardless. Um. So yeah, I had that thought as soon as he offered uh, to show him shit downstairs, and again edited in later. Yeah, he's springing a trap. God damn it. Yep. I was unfortunately right again.
0: Yep. Admiral and Akbar that's... is just like it's a trap.
2: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Got yeah, Akbar did real good. Yep. And then that's all I got for that one.
0: Okay. Uh, so yeah, on to violent intention. This is when the trap is sprung, uh, and then. They all get, and then all the bullies get summarily beaten down by, <laughs> by Jeff. Um, yeah, a little bit. So yeah, this regarding—I'm not going to go into like any like quote for it. I'm just going to like regarding the the second beatdown of the bullies in the garage, and the accidental discharge of the flare gun. Um, I'm surprised by this turn of events. Actually, uh, this oh, this alteration to the original version—Jeff um, beating up the bullies—which is from what I recall from my reading the other night is similar. Like he does beat the shit out of all the bullies, but then it's an, it's not a retaliation or it's not like, uh, it's not a purposeful um, strike that causes the burns and, and scarring on Jeff. Um, It's an accident. Uh, It's a fumble. And I, I almost, it almost gives a sliver of empathy to the situation. Like, the bullies did not intend to do this. They just, uh, and, and they even like yielded to Jeff's uh, self-defense, like the brawl, like was all self-defense on Jeff's part. And they actually yielded to it. And then when, you know, the parents show up and they're like, they suddenly like start acting like kids against Like Okay. We, we just made a mess. We got to clean up. Hurry up. Come on, Jeff, help me out. Please help us out. So we we don't all get in trouble. And then he's fumbling, like he's just fumbling with the gun with the flare gun. And it goes off as a result of that by accident. It almost at this. It's just like no one's like no one's super at fault here. Like it's not it, suddenly the story stops being like people are malicious to Jeff, and so that's the uh, like that's like the reason. It's this. It was a complete accident that happened, like that caused Jeff's scarring, um and the protagonist, and at this point, not a mindless killer. Just and he's still se- semi likable at this point. Um, he's in, still the underdog character. Um, jeff actually gets a win and i'm excited for it like like yeah this is like turning up great and then like the fumble i was like oh shit and it specifically says it's not accidental or that it it specifically says that it is accidental and i was like oh so like it wasn't even like randy being an asshole like 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 another like asshole like or like there's another asshole moment it's just he just fucked up (laughs) um I hate to say it, but like this, I I've been really enjoying this this segment. Like this, this actually made for a very compelling conflict. This uh, in the garage, because like there was no like real clear cut as to like who to like like who to boo for, or who to root for in it. So I
2: mean, regardless, but, Randy's a freaking.
0: I mean, Randy's a dumbass. Like yeah, like yeah. Randy is a dumbass. But I mean, like it it made for a compel. It, it's it, it wasn't just a simple like aha, I'm evil, I'm gonna get you, regardless of the consequences. It was. No there are damn consequences and they and everyone involved is worried about those consequences um, yeah, but
2: yes and no because here's the thing, even mm-hmm. after all that and him showing like he didn't mean to like shoot him and shit like that, he's still a terrible human being because if he truly didn't mean to shoot him, then he would have told the truth to his parents but he's again that is true threw yeah, Jeff and- under the bus.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and in birth of the killer, yeah, we do get that, and I think, th- and that is also what happens. But honestly, that's just a, something that uh, Randy does. Like he 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 makes the mess, and then he tries to cover himself by saying it wasn't him; it was the other guy. Like he, uses yeah. But no to matter
2: how head. bad it is, I figured at this point he would be like, "Okay, this is fucking serious. I can't just throw him under the bus on this." But he did. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there's no redeeming qualities for him. He's just terrible.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, but I'm, I'm kind of uh it, it was compelling for me in that like he didn't intentionally strike out at, at Jeff with the gun. he accidentally did it like that that one bit of detail kind of made the story the made the conflict that much more compelling to me I mean again, like you said he's still an asshole and a, and like still like the enemy here and like still like the the uh, the antagonist but it it made it more human, i guess like it was less cartoonishly villainy and more of just I like get a fumble. what you're saying. Yeah,
2: but manslaughter compared to murder, manslaughter is still pretty bad.
0: That's true. I mean, in I mean, in the original version, all of Rand, all of the bullies have guns, like have bullet gun, have like guns that shoot bullets and not flares. Yeah. Um, and they're all they basically hold up a a a, a six year old or an eight year old birthday party with guns to kill, so that they can they can take out Jeff. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a thing that <laughs> happened. I had to read that, man. I had to read that again. <laughs> You have to drag us down with you. <laughs> That's my secret. That's been the ploy the whole time, gamer. For this episode, no. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like in this, like in the original one, they're just like cartoonish, two-dimensional bullies. In this one, they're still the bullies. They're still terrible people, like everybody else in this town. But there is a little bit more humanity in their in their fumbles and stupidity and 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 villainy. Like they're still like they they they're more relatable as 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 um I don't know if relatable is the word. Uh, they're
2: more. Can I rounded. summarize this? They are not um robo bullies. They are human bullies.
0: Yes, exactly. They are yeah. They're they're fallible. Is
2: mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get at. Yes.
0: Um, and it made for more compelling conflict because of that. I mm-hmm. will stop. I will stop stroking the story's ego on its on its on its compelling conflicts and sit. Mm-hmm. Mikey, go. Um,
1: I don't have anything for this section. <laughs> so
0: just imagine. in my in my 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 mind theater. I just imagine like the spotlight coming onto you on a stage is like, uh, I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, gamer. Do you have anything for this one? Which section where we on again. This is um, violent tension. This is during the. This is basically the garage uh, scuffle.
2: Right, I, uh, I, I don't have anything.
0: That's fine. I had a lot. I think I had a lot <laughs> for all three of us. Yeah, <laughs> I had a lot to say about that one. Um, so moving on to uh, birth of the killer. I imagine
2: in that uh, scene, like again, you had this huge dialogue talking to the audience while you're on stage. And then it pans over to Mikey with like the, the light on him. He's like, I, I don't have anything. And then a hook comes in and pulls him out. And then I get pushed in I'm like, uh, I don't know what to say. And then the, the, the fucking like, curtain comes down and hits me in the head and knocks me out and then it's over.
0: Yes, exactly. Cool. Alright, let Title card spot number five. Fuck. <laughs> gotta, uh... Um So with The Birth of the Killer... Um, My only kind of real note here is just like with regards to the new appearance of Jeff, because Jeff is different from what we've been uh, shown in previous stories and iterations like he's not he, mm-hmm. in the re- previous ones. He's more of like Heath Ledger's the Joker kind of ca- kind of character like he's got like the Glasgow scar and he's pale faced and he's got like dark like scraggly hair and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um Which is funny because Heath Ledgers the Joker came out in two thousand and eight like or made his debut in in two thousand and eight when that mo- when that Batman movie came out, and Jeff the killer, I believe came out onto the internet stage in two thousand and five, so like a whole three years earlier than Heath Ledgers the Joker, but they had very similar kind of appearances that people have drawn on since then um
2: yeah, but I don't know if it's inspired by that no like, no I'm not saying cool it is I'm is. just saying I I'm, I'm,
0: yeah, I'm not saying it is because I mean also like Honestly, Jeff the Killer has more kind of connection with uh the Kuchisakiona Kuchisaki um Japanese urban legend, which is the slip mouth woman. Um mm-hmm. with the like 'cause like she's got like the Glasgow smile, like the uh the slices up uh like the smile and stuff like that. Um uh,
2: but I don't have to go too much off on a tangent. Why is it called Glasgow Smile? Like um, re- I th- I'm feeling it's it rooted has, somewhere
0: else. It's rooted I think it it's it gets its start in Glasgow, which is No way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Train. But I think it was like a I think it was something that like crimin, the criminal element would do to people to punish them in that in that part of uh I think it's Scotland. It's Glasgow. Yeah. I think so. I am terribly sorry to any UK and Scottish listeners if we're like butchering like that or whatever. Unfortunately
2: we don't have a means to Google things. Yeah,
0: Glasgow smile. It is
2: Scotland. It is Scotland. I'm
0: also just looking at the Glasgow smile to see where it's Full, it also has wow, there's a bunch of different names for it because I guess there's different places that. Um. I feel
2: like it's, a, it's something criminals would do to themselves, not to random
0: people. So, according to Wikipedia, a Glasgow smile, also known as a Chelsea smile, a Glasgow, a Chelsea, a Birkenhead, a Buck fifty, a Cheshire grin, is a wound? A caused, yeah. Is a wound <laughs> caused by making a cut uh, from the corner of the, of the victim's mouth up to their ear, leaving a scar, the shape of a smile. The act is usually performed by with a utility knife or broken glass. Uh, The practice is said to have originated in Glasgow, Scotland, in in the 20s and 30s. Most notably, Scottish actor Tommy Flanagan has the scar of a Glasgow smile from when he was attacked outside of a bar in Scotland. So, yeah, basically, criminal elements in like the 20s and 30s in Scotland would do this to people as like a a sense of uh, like mutilation and stuff. Also, I love the uh, the C. Also. Section of 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 the Wikipedia has a ton of things like like Glasgow style or like those kind of like cuts and like uh thing uh like related mutilations, including Kuchisakiyona, the slip mouth woman from Japan, and Jeff the Killer. Great, <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. So moving on, um, but yeah, going back to my my original kind of idea or my original comment or thought on uh from the birth of a killer, uh. I do find it interesting that like we went from like the Joker style kind of like like that to a more two face looking appearance for Jeff because mm-hmm. it's half of his. I, I thought it was I thought for some reason like we were gonna get some like some way of like the, the scar went all like all across his face, but no, it's just the one side of his face that's scarred. Um, mm-hmm. So it's interesting that I I just, I just thought it was an interesting like new take um, or interpretation for Jeff the Killer. This um, is
2: the realistic reboot. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. they, they don't go, okay, here's a creepy picture. Now I have to have the unfortunate job as a writer to try to explain how this works. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we need bleach and we need a fire and then- like all this bullshit to explain it out. <laughs> <But> without, <laughs> without the need to match it to a source material that's not meant to be the story. You can make it the way it, it would be in real life, and think of a a real possible uh, outcome that can happen. Because yeah, like a,
0: an, a more realistic, like scarring. Because again, like in the original one, it literally says that like his skin was bleached white and turned leathery. He got the Glasgow smile uh, as a result of the surgery and stuff. And didn't he give it to himself? Yeah, no, yeah, he cut him. Yeah, he got him. He, he. I think part of him was like marked, so he like decided to cut himself, like give himself a full smile, and then burned off his eyelids. Uh and then as a result of the fire that burned his face, like and turned to ashen white, which would not happen. Um, his hair, which would have all been ripped off or like burned off fast, got just simply changed color from brown to black. <laughs> it was again like realistic rereading it, it was like this is this uh, right, I forgot how unrealistic this this origin story was for his like his for creating his uh his identity.
2: <laughs> There's a reason that we often make fun of on it. him
0: yeah um well what's funny you say that because i found out actually while doing a little bit of re- uh, some like light research on on jeff the killer for this um the original artwork and and like story or like the story itself that we that we read so long ago and that we make fun of because it's really poorly written um it is actually a piece of fan fiction for the, the the original piece like it wasn't created by the same person who made the the uh, or who did the photoshop
2: well, that's what I'm saying Yeah, because you're taking something that is not something you designed yourself and you're trying to make a story around it. Yeah. That's why it's so difficult to explain it out.
0: Yeah. And it really does. And, and when it's done poorly, it, it really does kind of come through that you're just kind of trying to force a narrative based off of an image.
2: Well, it, it's I mean, not even so much that it's if it's done poorly or not. Like you yourself, how would you explain that picture as a real person?
0: First off, I probably wouldn't even do a real person. I'd do something supernatural, if I'm being honest. Um, like some kind of like ghostly figure, some kind of ghostly murderer, phantom. But yeah, I guess a ghost would being Yeah, like some kind of like phantom or some kind of like undead or supernatural entity. Um, and which a yeah, lot of other, before. a lot of, a lot of other stories have kind of gone into. Yeah, where like they've made him like a, a a thing from hell that like is like trying to do things like the he's he he takes the souls of his of his victims after he. Um, he kills them kind of thing. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I would not have tried to it. go a realistic <laughs> route with that. I would not have gone, I would not have gone the realistic route with, uh, as to the origin of Jeff the Killer based off of that photo, if I was, if I was to write a story. Um,
2: Regardless, if someone held a flare gun to your head and said, you need to make a realistic uh, story based off of uh, this image. I mean, I get the original Jeff the Killer is the best you could do i don't know how else you would explain well, your white skin out and shit there in the eyes
0: we haven't it's funny you say that too because there is an original story that is not the 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 one that we all think of um that the creator of the photo did i think wrote uh as like a backstory really? or like as a story for jeff the killer I, i'll have to do a little bit more digging into it um because I only like I, sc- I saw I like I skimmed through part of it when I was looking for the origin like for when it when Jeff came out and I realized that like the image was created by this person and apparently they also wrote a story off of it but that's not the story that everyone knows it's the one that we read six years ago and and discussed um, me and Doctor Leviathan so we might have it's- to go back into the Jeff the Killer mythos after this what if episode if I don't want to if you really if honestly if you really don't want to you don't have to be part of that episode (laughs) okay if you really don't want to i will Uh shepherd i will i will i will shepherd myself into that Mm -hmm. it just seems
2: weird that someone made the image for their story and then someone else just steals the image and makes a more popular story with it isn't that not that closure.
0: happens. It, it's, it's, well, what happens is it wasn't, it may not have even been intentional. It happens when somebody does a piece of fan art and then some, or like somebody does a piece of art and then somebody does a fan fiction of it. And then the internet takes the story that was a fan fiction to the art. And basically the image unfortunately gets slapped on to that version. Like it's happened through, I, I can name two version, two instances where that has happened separately from Jeff the Killer. Uh, the first one being oh, the yeah. Seed Eater experience. Um, the seed eaters, like the monster of the seed eater, um, the original creator kind of lost control of it because of everybody tr- um, like started like doing fan art and fan fiction of it and started taking it in a completely different route than he in- they intended, and as a result, um, they, uh, they kind of decided to just like dr- like just stop lo- having ownership of the seed eater and try and do something else because they were wow. tired of people like thinking it was something else. Um, the other instance is uh, Momo the um the uh the bird the bird woman monster that uh some japanese artist sculpted and made this creepy yokai uh creature with like big bulging eyes and it's like a, a weird distorted female vo- uh female face on a bird's body and it was in an art gallery in japan for yokai like imagery and stuff um and somebody took a picture it's nightmare fuel like i i when i remember for seeing it i was creeped out I'll buy it but it quickly yeah. took on its own thing online of like a ritual like oh if you see momo if if you take the momo ritual like quiz uh she'll come to you and kill you kind of thing and that took over an entire like section of the internet as a result and to the point where you couldn't uh you couldn't type it google momo the bigfoot from missouri or uh without getting momo the bird woman monster and people like there was a huge fandom for it a huge fan fiction thing following of it and people didn't realize that it was actually a piece of art that somebody, another, somebody's actual property that somebody did. They just kept using the imagery um, regardless of that. Sure. And to the point where the, the artist, I think, uh, ultimately, like, uh, removed the art piece and destroyed it um, so wow. that you couldn't be used again. Uh, it almost happened with Siren Head uh, by, uh, by um, I want to say slimy Swamp Ghost, Trevor Henderson, the, uh, the actual artist, or the actual, yeah, the actual artist of uh, a bunch of cool, creepy Photo manipulations on Twitter. Uh, one of his main, one of his early monsters, uh, Siren Head, got huge amounts of like cult, fa- like fan following. And he had to actually, f- he fought a bunch of people who tried like using it in a video game and was selling it on, on stream, or on, on Steam. Um, wow. Because it's not like, and people, and people on YouTube and stuff like that started feeding into the misinformation about the monster's like core ideas um and it is an intellectual property um like to trevor like trevor henderson owns or is like the the creator and copyright owner of of siren head so unless you get permission you can't make any kind of like profitable like artwork or any kind of profitable project with it um unless you get his consent and a lot of people it's like
2: if i tried to make a mario game i I can't
0: do that exactly (laughs) like it's fine to do fan art and to do fan fiction and stuff like that but The problem lies in when it gets out of control or if you try to make money off of it because you don't own that that character you don't own that property Mm -hmm. um yeah so uh, unfortunately it it, go getting back to jeff the killer and like the story that we all know about jeff the killer it may not even be the original one and unfortunately that's the one that kind of stuck from what i from what i understand i might be slightly off base i will double check that and then we will We'll will do another episode of, of the original Jeff the Killer stuff if we
2: or not.. <laughs> if if you're um,
0: or I'll have Future Me um, add in something right now to confirm that like the Jeff the Killer story that the artist did for the, the original image is different from the origin story. Boop. Uh, uh, um, okay, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot about Jeff the Killer stories and reiterations to kind of digest. So yeah, there's somebody named uh Sisor online who was claiming that all of the creepypastas that are out there, including the the original one that we did like six years ago, was fake and that they they had an original story. And they released this video on YouTube October two thousand eight. Uh and like it Changes the origin of of Jeff the Killer fairly drastically. Like there's no bullies, and it's just like a an accident that happens with Jeff the Killer in the bathroom. But it's we're we're not exactly sure if that's the case or not. So like it, again, it's kind of the problem with like internet, me, Murray, and fiction is that it's hard to kind of pin down who's the actual creator or the original like writer of a story or uh, an entity. So uh, and I mean there are certainly videos out there that have tried to find the origin of Jeff the killer both the imagery and the story so we'll have a link in the description below of one such video trying to uh, pin down the the image itself and uh, hey we we'll might do Jeff youary who knows all right I'm sending it back to my past self Boop. there we go
2: we can do like a, a- jeffy january or something stupid like that don't
0: make don't don't tempt me buddy (laughs) that sounds that that almost sounds or no uh jeff uh, jeffuary jeffuary (laughs) fuck we need to do that because there you know i'm sorry man there is so much jeff the killer like fan fiction out there that we could do an entire month on jeff the killer
2: okay if we're gonna do this i want to do shit that's actually interesting like the original not jeff the killer jeff the killer yeah,
0: like or the original call. one, or like we we should even maybe even do an episode, like because I I've been I actually recently uh, got forwarded a video by Matt from Drunken and the Ugly regarding um, the origin of the image of Jeff the Killer. So mm-hmm. we could do a Jeffuary if you want. Uh, I mean, sorry, I, 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 really keep, I keep posing, to. I keep posing it as a question. We could do a Jeff a Jeffuary <laughs> um, like month. Uh, uh-huh. So it, it's definitely within the cards. I will, we will, we will. We're we're still recording. We're still this is still part of the show. Um, all this is getting left in uh, for posterity. Um,
2: you need it on record that yes. I said this so when I complained. Like you did bring this up. Yeah, Paul, well, you did it.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I w- we will do some digging off recording and look into more of the Jeff the Killer mythos expanded fiction, uh, and we will see what we can come up with at a later date. So
2: I'm I'm very sorry, Mikey i did a bad
0: (laughs) i want that to be my ringtone now i did a (laughs) bad whatever gamer calls i I did a bad (laughs) all right moving on um so yeah interesting interpretation of jeff the killer from like from kind of the uh the way he was to like this two-faced looking character uh do we have anything else to say about this before we move on to the last chapter not for me
2: uh Yes, okay. well, I guess. Um, it's, it's like almost a grammary thing, but not really, in okay. regards to the description of his face. Because <clears throat> it says, The flare st- struck him, traveling upwards, and burned a scar into his left cheek that extended to his eye. At first glance, it almost looked like he was smiling on that side. So, without mention of the smile, the direct um, description of the scar sounds like, well, the way I first imagined it, it's like if the, the flare hit him low on the cheek and then went up towards the eye, like pretty much vertical from the cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost like a freaking the crow situation with like a line going over the eye that's almost vertical. That's the way it was described.
0: Yeah, but a lot but, of the imagery because I'm lo- I'm looking at i literally have Google image of Jeff the Killer 2015 and all of the imagery has it that like um it it curves over to the eye at a certain. Uh, Past the uh the, the the corner of the mouth.
2: <laughs> yes, I, I get what yeah. they meant, but um but the, way the way it's described, is... described yeah. I imag- I unfortunately originally viewed it as a pretty much a vertical line until the smile thing came up. Like, okay, I guess it's backwards to that. Yeah. Like the simple addition of um, where's hang on? Right. Okay. Sorry, I didn't put quotations around my rewrite, so I had to find it. Um, Where to go? Fuck! Okay, I lost again. Okay. Fine. Um, a simple rewrite of just literally putting one word in uh the flare struck the corner of his mouth traveling upwards and burned a scar into his left cheek that extended to his eye because the net says that the flare came up from the ground hit the side of his mouth and kept going yeah like the simple addition of the location of the impact completely clarifies that that's all i gotta say
0: No, yeah. okay that makes sense okay uh and then we move on to the last chapter of the story. Go to sleep. Uh, so I'm going to start with this. Um, You'll see in the morning. I just want to let you know I love you. You've been my best friend. Remember that, okay? Thanks. I, I love you too. Now let me get back to sleep. Lou replied, already dozing off again. Jeff smiled and stood up. As he left the room, he looked back. At his sleeping brother one last time before he vanished into the night. And my comments to this is and off to kill all the other miserable assholes of Mandeville. <laughs> at least the bullies. At least the bullies. At least Randy. Mm. Randy needs <laughs> Randy to get a, three of them. Randy needs to get a visit. Maybe that maybe maybe that uh maybe the other three, but definitely Randy.
2: Yeah. Randy's getting it worse. Uh, yeah. Uh Randy's so, gonna watch him kill the other two.
0: Yeah. So Seriously, though, addressing the, the last, this last big scene here, I think this version manages to illustrate much better what the original Jeff the Killer story, or at least the one that everyone knows, like we just brought up, kind of spewed out. Uh, and that is the feeling of angst, uh, rebelling against an unfair world, and revenge fantasy that teens often get, uh, or often like, um, like dream up. Uh, it manages to build up antagonism and boiling points in the story, like throughout the story in a much more coherent way than the previous version that was covered. Um, Don't get me wrong. Still a story about a serial killer in the making, but up until the point he turns to the dark side, I was really rooting for Jeff. Um, And even at the end here, I am left with a bittersweet moment of like brotherly love. Like, and like, I, I, kind of almost feel bad or feel sad for Jeff for leaving his bro even though like seconds ago um, seconds ago i just read that he killed his mom and dad mm-hmm. like i'm not saying it's justified but like they were also really shitty <laughs> um again not like it, it's it's yeah it's i don't know what else to what else to say here other than i don't hate how things went down in this story like it's a much better retelling of of the jeff the killer origin narrative <laughs> to me anyway to me anyway so yeah that's 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 my my actual thought for the final chapter is just like i was it was a very nice bittersweet moment at the end there that kind of tied off the story well for me even though like minutes ago i just read that he killed mercilessly killed his parents <laughs> but at least he still loved his, his brother uh so so some, some Mikey, these stands for evil. You're up.
1: Um, well, uh, I got some more um, of the parents being stupid in this. Okay. Um, so uh, the quote here is, uh, she and her husband both retreated to their bedrooms as well to argue or feel sorry for themselves. Who knew? So it's just like, well, you're they didn't seem to be like acknowledging uh Jeff's predicament and even the earlier section where uh Lou recommends going and celebrating Jeff being home by going out
0: and then just like no
1: yeah and then uh later they they had one last chance to redeem themselves when Did they? uh Did yeah, they
3: really? yeah
1: yeah when uh Lou came to them and said uh Mom, I think Jeff is acting weird. You may want to talk to him. Go away, Lou. Leave your mother alone. His father's voice answered. Lou, being young, had no idea or no other ideas, so he returned to his own bedroom. They had one final chance and they messed it up. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: It's true, because if they went, okay, we'll go talk to him, then they could show that they actually have some form of actual. Human feelings
0: towards their 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 children. Yeah. What's funny is um this paints this story this version paints the uh the the parents in such like at this point like regarding like uh addressing their child's like broken mental like broken uh, mental state. It it's funny how it how it addresses uh, it, it it pictures the parents to be more uncaring than they are in the in the other version of the story where. The parents do ask their uh, the doctors if 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 they think uh, Jeff's going to be all right, and the doctors like, oh yes, this is expected for from such a from such a uh, a horrible traumatic situation. Um, if he starts acting even further weird, uh, come back and see us in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, like they they do show some concern, at the uh, like a little bit more concern for Jeff in the other story, but in this one, it's just like no. I mean, they they're sticking true to the they're sticking through the entire story. It's like no, your their parents
1: are just terrible people. Mm-hmm. uh and uh for me at least uh i think uh, a way to potentially solve or make the parents better <laughs> less terrible <laughs> uh well same terrible but slightly less uh would be if the mother was a stepmother
4: mm, yeah
1: because then she's not biologically related to the brothers and thus is just being her it's all about me scenario
0: yeah we're getting more of a, an evil steps a evil stepmom kind of yeah. narrative put into the story um mm-hmm. and i mean not to not to bash stepmothers because like you can you can be a stepmom and be just as like good to your to your stepkids um yeah as a as if you were a regular as if you were a bi- biological mom yeah, because, like, just... your maternal
2: instincts would take over as shit.
0: Exactly, thing.
2: Yeah. I think it's it'd be harder for a stepdad than a stepmom.
0: Yeah, because there's there's certain stigmas and stuff like that in both yeah. culture and, like, just in dealing with that kind of stuff. Um, but again, like, yeah, like, I, I think there is definitely, um, I mean, since we're following, like, the, the, the thing of, like, narrative tropes and story stuff, yeah, like, it would have been a little bit more easy to buy or easy to eat, or, like, take that pill. of to digest. Yeah, to digest that mm-hmm. pill of, like... Um, uh the mom being this terrible and this like stupidly like self centered if it was the stepmom. Mm-hmm. If you want to like kind of keep that narrative going.
2: Yeah. I mean humans are terrible people. So I'm sure there are I mean yeah you're a right number of step moms out there who are equally bad.
0: Uh, yeah. But I mean it's not all of them. Like that otherwise uh, to say otherwise would be generalizing an entire yeah. group yeah. of people.
1: Yeah. But yeah. So that that's all I have
0: to say for that section. Okay. Uh, gamer.
2: Um, the only thing I have written down is uh, when he goes to attack his parents. I I kind of wish, like, it's gonna sound silly, but it would hear me out because it, okay. it would actually be realistic. I kind of wish when he went to stab his father, he missed on the first stab. Yeah, and he missed. No,
3: I, that's why I said It's not funny.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I, 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 I as soon as you said like um, it's it's an. I think I realized. Yeah.
2: Oh, I know. I do that all the time too. But regardless. I kind of wish he missed on the first stab because he has no depth perception anymore. He's half blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then he, like it would show that he's serious, and then his parents could like backpedal a little bit and try to explain shit. But then the next series of stabs would get him, obviously.
0: Well, it was funny because like the the dad's like trying to like 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 a hostage situation is like, son, put the put the knife down, <laughs> like whole time.
2: I didn't even get that. Like the feeling I got from him is just like. Oh, he's fine. He's not going to fucking do anything. What's he going to do? You no, know, like, he was not worried at all until the knife was in his stomach.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of kind of funny in itself because, like, are you that dense that you just don't perceive that? Yeah. But again, it also, they did just wake up in the middle of the night. So they are, like, dealing with, like, drowsiness and, like, you're not thinking properly because you're, like, you're still trying to get your thoughts together.
2: I mean, speaking for yourself, but if I woke up and there was a. A child at the end of my bed that's has a scarred face and one pure white eye while brandishing a knife
0: i think i'd wake up pretty quick Just i mean to... you would but you're <laughs> yeah and yeah who knows like but like people are like uh, maybe it's like yeah different people because like i don't know if i'd be i don't know if i'd still be pro- I, it'd still take me like maybe five minutes to process what the hell i'm seeing i guess um, yeah i am a morning. yeah i am not a morning person
2: <laughs> yeah, i front flip out of bed every morning
0: mm-hmm. ninja duck roll to the bathroom of course yes got a you have traps set up so you can do like a quick obstacle course as you're going as you getting to your bathroom
2: mhm it's like the green hornet i have a, a um i have someone that I, I pay to hang out in my house and attack me on the way to the bathroom every morning nice keep me keep me sharp
0: mm-hmm. that's just your your basic ninja training right there mm-hmm.
2: it is yes then we play video games together later mm-hmm. great
0: you guys are actually you guys are actually enemies uh Enemies, uh, uh, back when you first met, but then you became friends.
2: Yes, of course. After you tried to murder me repeatedly, then I hired yes. him to do it as a career.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I want this fucking story. I want this buddy horror. Just a like, wealth of ideas I hired, today. I hired, I hired a serial killer. <laughs> oh my god! We've we've just cre- we've just we just come up with a a really good creepy plot.
2: Yep. There's the origins of my character.
0: Next time on Plot Growers, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna brainstorm this story out. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Yeah, we're that's done? all I had to say for that one. Oh I okay. Kinda
2: or, I kinda wish he missed rather. Yeah, Step yeah. perception's a thing.
0: Yeah, no, it, and it would have added to the like a little bit more if he was a little bit more frantic at because this is his first time being a sta- a slasher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a literal slasher. Yes. <laughs> or a stabsman. But uh yeah. All right. Um on to final thoughts. Um uh, so as far as the story as a whole goes, it, it's the same kind of core material, um, the same tropes and origin story, uh, though slightly altered, uh, for the better, I feel, uh, that we got from the the other version of the story of six years ago when we read it. Um and it's written fairly competently. There are obvious flaws uh and typos and and a lot of cringe. Um Though I think the cringe I, I got while reading the story was mostly stemming from the perspective of the characters and their ages.
2: I was going to say, where's this cringe you're getting?
0: I, I did get a little bit of cringe from like some of the dialogue and like some of their mannerisms and stuff, but it was more just like, I think, from just them being kids and just like, ugh. Um, I guess. you really
2: sensitive with, to cringe. Yeah, that I agree.
0: That is if my weakness. If like you a
2: stat sheet, that would be like your weakness. <laughs> yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But as the story went on, it got less and less cringy because um, mm-hmm. I started like like you really start liking some like like again like that the the compelling um, conflict at the end near the end and then um, like the potential almost blossoming buddy horror that turned out mm-hmm. to be a trap like it was actually really well done um, honestly as as far as a Jeff the Killer origin story goes you could do worse <laughs> history has shown you could do worse so this is pretty great um i like i said i went back and and listened over the original episode that we touched on and the one with me and uh, the one with dr leviathan and myself uh and i found it i was kind of surprised that we we both enjoyed the core concept of jeff the killer um which i think just is really just like that we like serial killer horror fiction like it it's it's interesting and compelling and also really creepy as hell because it's a serial killer. Um, But um, the reason we didn't care for that, for the original version of that story was because it was just so hastily and crudely put together and written and set up. Whereas this version, there was a lot more thought put into like um, into the, the narrative and the, um, uh, and the interactions with the characters. Uh, So and it feels more grounded. It feels more realistic um, for a Jeff the Killer pl- uh, story. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna recommend this version of Jeff the Killer, Jeff the Killer 2015. And would I again re 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 listening to our previous thing? I was like, yeah, you know what? I I think I might like. I know we, we, we've joked over the years, both off and on, recording like cutting jabs at jeff the killer and like nagging uh, at each other or like you guys nagging at me for like liking jeff the killer and it's like yeah i know i'm gonna i'm gonna own it i i don't mind jeff the killer like after reading this story
2: um what about after rereading the previous one would you still work i don't like the the writing of
0: jeff of that story (laughs) but i like the i i don't mind the core concept of jeff the killer like at its core like what what he is um for a for an antagonistic uh, first for a slasher movie antagonist kind of character like he that is basically what he is he's just an internet era version of like a slasher flick um it's like people why people like like freddy krueger even though he's technically a pedophile <laughs> or like he's like a terrible like he molested children or like he was like horrible to children um uh, uh in in some of the uh later stuff um as, as we find out more about his backstory like He's still a slap like he's it's not that I like the character because of the character like is good or anything I like the character because he is a hateable creepy villain so uh anyway i'm I'm done with my recommendations i I, I liked it I'd, I'd recommend it if you're if you're into Jeff the killer stuff or if you're you're like kind of testing the waters like you've heard Jeff the killer before and heard how terrible it is this one 2015 version isn't a bad like read for an origin of, of Jeff the killer that's that's my my final thought Mikey these stands for you
1: all right, so before I get into final thoughts, I have a final actual thought, which I didn't mention previously because it spans over three sections and it doesn't fit into one particular section. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's the, a theory that uh, Jeff is either being manipulated by a supernatural syrup monster. Or he is going through <laughs> some severe maple syrup withdrawal symptoms,
2: oh, that's understandable. I've been there,
1: yeah, I think
0: we've all been there,
1: yeah, and I have the uh, the quotes here. It felt like thick, sweet syrup during around in him. He fell asleep, lying on his bed, thinking about that syrup, that thick viscous that seemed to work its way into the very fabric of his soul. For a while, he forgot everything, as he was plunged into that dark, rich syrup once more, the rage almost serving to dull the pain. Sick, rich, dark, that syrup of raw, primal emotion. The morphine drip added a nice touch of euphoria. Jeff could almost feel himself plunging into the syrupy waters of hatred and emerging changed. And that's this
0: is this your tie into the ta- uh, the supernatural task force. <laughs> no. Cause it kind of felt like it was starting to be <laughs> a little bit. Like, I, could, I could, I could see that. I could also see like before this story even starts, Jeff, had a run in at like a, at a a strange eldritch diner in New Orleans, where he decided to try the authentic maple syrup that they were serving. Because most, uh, what, what's funny, what's interesting in, in the states is that they don't actually serve maple syrup when they serve maple syrup. It like IHOPs and waffle houses and all that down in the states, like in the, especially in the southern states, they they're. Their syrup for like pancakes and stuff of like that is just multi-flavored corn syrup, um, like hazelnut and um, maple flavored, or blueberry or raspberry kind of like syrup that they use for it. So like, I, I kind of like the idea of this like this like prologue for the story where that that we were just were headcanoning, where he went to a um, like a, a greasy spoon with his bro after like hitting up the uh, the z uh, the the uh, the video store was it the ZM video store um
2: d z b z something
0: yeah um and uh they get pancakes or like or waffles or something like that before they go to uh, back to their house and yeah but it's true like
2: Canadian maple syrup there
0: yeah exactly and it's actually this like sinister like cursed like form like cursed syrup that like as soon as they like he has it it just like it, it infects him with the vector of uh of, of rage and, and murderous intent um, like it's almost like a demonic possession via maple syrup, or the maple
2: syrup is just laced with like cocaine or something. So he has like huge addiction problems now.
0: Ah, uh, yes. To add to syrup? the, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's no, it's bath salts, maple syrup. Yeah, just maple syrup with bath salts. That's why he goes so. Where he just like goes insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So supernatural or or regular, like clearly he's possessed by 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 maple syrup demons. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie i really do want another story of that now <laughs> of just a maple syrup demon possessing people who eat waffles <laughs> jeez we're making a lot of things today this has apparently been a very creative day
2: <laughs> it really is
0: like not even like a jeff the killer related thing i just want to like oh god like some kind of like yeah this like travel not maybe even like a tra- maybe either a traveling like pl- like greasy spoon or just like a greasy spoon that appears overnight and then like vanishes like the next day like it, it's like an all night place sure. that people go to, like people stumble to after like hitting the bar, and they go to uh, the place at like three o'clock, and they they find the place, and it was previously abandoned, like uh, on a previously abandoned uh, like property. But then they go in, have their waffles and maple syrup, and the maple syrup gets them. And then when they the friends see that they're acting weird, like last thing that the, what stru- sparked it was because they went to this diner, but they went to go to the diner as a closed down shop. It's like yep. what the hell? Where'd it go? And then they they start they hear a tale of it like three towns over, and so they start hunting down this uh, this this uh, this demonic diner.
2: Yep. <laughs> That's there and we go. The that, we got demonic the demonic guy that the spooky demonic guy that like uh, owns the dimer diner. His name is Jack. Mm-hmm. So then the story is called Flapjack. God pancakes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right, again. <laughs> We'll 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 shop some ideas for plot for a plot grower segment for our Patreon episode later. Okay. <laughs> um, also, congrats and damn you, Mikey for, for for building for help for for inspiring and 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 seeing things in such a strange Eldritch way.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, so I'm merge to my final thoughts. Okay. Um, so I like. The fact that they changed up uh, the event that happens—we have a flare gun instead of the vodka, bleach vodka
0: bleach, and, and a gun. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that whole thing going from yeah. unbelievable to at least semi-plausible.
0: Yeah, like straight up. Like I, again, I read that story last night. They, they, three, the three bullies, and they're all the same guys, like same names. They, they, they stick up a children's party there's adults there too that are all watching in horror as the, as this happens and those kids they there's no mention of those kids going to jail for for what happened
3: yeah mm-hmm. bullshit
0: yeah yeah like this one felt a lot more grounded in in the realm of reality of like yeah like they're they there's a bunch of kids trying to cover this up and then oops a flare gun goes off
1: mm-hmm. and then uh there's basically everyone Except for Lou and Jeff, you end up hating for mm-hmm. some reason or another.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Like that was that seems like it was a built-in design <laughs> for the story. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> even yeah.
0: that, even that 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 clerk at the video store <laughs> betrayed
1: them. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, and uh, like
2: I described, it may not be her fault because yeah. if she only looked over and saw. You beat the fuck out of them. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. the uh, the context uh, like she may not have had the full context of the story. Like again, she might have just been like you said, looking out. Oh, they're, they're talking, and then like work, and then here's like a commotion. It's like what? And then like they're suddenly fighting. It's like what? Oh god, that guy's kicking those ki- those three kids' asses. I gotta, I gotta tell, call the cops. But
2: also, if she lives there, and if <laughs> oh god, that's Randy. Randy. <laughs> yeah, if if Randy has a freaking uh, street cred of being an asshole. Then yeah. she should have been like, "Okay, Randy probably started that. I'm just gonna not yeah, but, call the cops."
0: <laughs> or she's like, "Oh shit, Randy's getting in trouble. I better call the cops. So they can deal with the uh, the outsider kids, these new, these new kids." Because like like she's 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 scared I, I, about uh, against Randy. Maybe who knows? Maybe yeah. <laughs> that's all. It's all conjecture at this point.
2: I kind of wish yeah. she just like walked into the back, though. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing any of this. He deserves a beat down.
0: You you that in, in a in a. <laughs> In a non-horror story, or in a non-like oppressive like environment, then yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. But in horror stories, and also in like stories about like a town that's being basically um, cor- corrupted or like controlled by a lo- by, by a more powerful family, which seems to be what the Randy's family is kind of got. Yeah, um, yeah, it's that kind of situation.
2: I was kind of hoping the store clerk would end up becoming a friend to uh, Jeff and Lou. Right. And, like, add to the buddy horror aspect of it all.
0: But no, It's just basically yeah. there to be a witness, to and yeah. and to call the cops.
2: Huh. Her name is Whitney S. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whitney... Oh, my God. Whitney S? Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's E-S-S.
0: Yeah. No, it's Whitney S-S.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: Okay, sorry. Continue, Mike, You're right with your final box.
1: Anyway, um... I liked how uh, Jeff was sort of calm, cool, and collected when he had to deal with the fight scenario, and he was trying to avoid the fight. Oh, that one! Yeah, yeah, the the first one. Uh, but then when you see the the parents and their lack of parenting skills, you wonder how the heck did he become so good at assessing situations and whatnot. <laughs>
0: could you could speculate that that was as a result of their of his boxing training um because like the re- some of the reasons why you why you take your kids to like karate and some like of that is actually to learn discipline as much as to learn cool like karate moves
2: <laughs> and also like because like technically the shittier your parents the better the kid might be in a way because depending on how they grow up they might be like, "I don't want to be anything like my folks." So if they would do this, I'm gonna do the complete opposite. So if they would yeah. do the shittiest thing, they would do the best.
1: Thing. Oh, <laughs> or, or it's just teenage angst and it's like, <laughs> uh, "I'm not doing what my parents tell me to do." Type thing, and and it ends up doing good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the parents <laughs> would want shit.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, my. I'm going to give this a partial recommendation because it was much more enjoyable than the original. Yeah. Um, but there's, you can only do so much with the uh, source material.
0: Fair. And I guess then Gamer?
1: Yep. So,
0: so uh, Ruth, everyone's been waiting to hear it.
2: Who's everyone? You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. In this case. All right. So I, I don't like Jeff. He's That's like fair. he's so edgelordy. lordy. written nonsensically and like with all the BS to explain the image away in the original one. It, it's just this it, is no good. But like Jeffy Stabsman, however, um, which is the the retitle I'm giving this one currently. Um, Jeffy Stabsman no. is a uh, a well thought out and likable character. If interesting characters ar- along the way, including the bullies, even as one dimensional as Uh, Troy and Keith are—they're still likable in their roles, even with how little you know of them. Like the plot's good and all that. Yeah, but like, I I would hate to read this one first without knowing a goddamn thing about Jeff the Kid, because you'd read this and you'd be like, "This isn't so bad." I'm gonna look up to see if other people agree with me. Why is everyone hating this? What is this image? (laughs) (laughs) What—that's not how Jeff looks. It's one Yeah. Like, I would be so confused.
0: Yeah, this is definitely like if you if definitely re- like um if you've seen like it, it like it would be such a jarring take.
2: Yeah, it really would. <laughs> it would be
0: like it would be like having like a, a an amazing piece of pie and then like going to another place expecting the the pie to be just as good and then the apple pie in it has is like just like foul. Yeah. And then every other pie, every other apple pie that you've had. It's like, it's like having like the greatest apple pie ever. And then every other apple pie slice that you have after that cannot compete.
2: Because it's in comparison. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean, is that better or worse than, than going through (sighs) the, the shit?
2: It's gotta be worse. It has to be worse. Because if you, if you read it with the standard Jeff killer first one, and then go through all the bad ones to find the good one, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. If
0: I guess, you read yeah. the
2: bad one, if you read the good one first, then it's all downhill from here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, it's really just like, it's like really just like, all right, you've read this one. All right. Stop. Yes. Don't stop. read any more Jeff the killer stuff. Yeah. For, Cause you're especially don't read that first one that came out or that, that early one that came out. Cause
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's a doozy. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it'd be like finding out like, a role model of your or it'd be like, like, like this is a weird uh, this might not be an appropriate um, example but like be like finding out one of your. It, it's like don't meet don't uh, don't meet your heroes <laughs> like yeah you finding out that you're uh, the, the person that you looked up to after like after like like uh, idolizing them and stuff of like that turned out to be a complete utter shit heel
2: yeah to like a Nazi or something
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but anyways back to the story Um overall the read was good honestly. There wasn't too much that I could really pick at, hence my kind of, um, my weak amount of notes, because I'm generally, uh, tripping over things to mention and bring up in question. But everything is explained in here, including the cops' procedure and their reasoning behind things. It all made sense. These cops ain't from Derpland. Durp- almost said Derpland. Which, yeah, which is
0: already... Which is already points.
2: Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so... As an overall, I. I...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I didn't quite hear that. I don't think the audience quite heard that. What was that?
2: Uh, you heard me. I I, I shouldn't need to repeat
0: myself. It's. I, I think you should just for clarity. Uh,
2: I recommend this one. <laughs> it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I I I'm with. Honestly, I was with you because, like, again, we've 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 bashed Jeff the Killer for six years <laughs> since since it that was, episode. Deservingly so. Yeah, and, and deservingly so. Like, like because like it is like I I will admit he is an edge like I'll also admit he is an edge lord. He is like it, it's it's a teen revenge fantasy is what he is.
2: Yeah, and so is this, but it's in such a more realistic light. Like I understand everything, you know. Yeah. in regards to like his mindset behind everything, maybe not the the parent murder. That, that's probably too far. I mean, but... yeah, but at this point, <laughs>
0: at that point, he had snapped. Like at that yeah. point, like he had actually like gone insane. So at that point he was a serial, he was a killer for sure. He's a stabsman at that point.
2: Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know what that says about me, but I, I get like having the anger inside of you. Of, like, I, I hate this. I, I just, I want to get this anger out, but I can't. And you got to hold it back and it's fine. Th- but, this is um, what I,
0: yeah. Th- no, uh, honestly, like I, I can explain that. Like it's, it's what everybody feels like uh, when it comes to like frustration, like frustrating situations like this, like mm-hmm. you could, it's, it's able, you're able to empathize, empathize with the situation. And like, you, that's why I think the story did so well with like the famili- like kind of like relating to Jeff is because like the world around him in the story is portrayed as just such a malignant force against the, against him and his brother, Lou, Mm-hmm. like, I, it's, and, and yeah, it's, it's lordy like revenge fantasy, like, uh like kind of a narrative that like, but like, it's something that we all relate to because we were all teens that had at, at one point in time, we had a moment where we had some, where, where we had similar thoughts and ideas, just not to the extent that the story goes in maybe. Mm-hmm. um So it's something that's relate. It's relatable. And the, the story does what a horror story does. And it just kind of takes that and keeps going with it. Mm-hmm. So,
2: and everything makes sense in this one. For example, doesn't kill Lou because why would he?
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Oh yeah, because otherwise we wouldn't
0: have homicidal Lou.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because like I I don't care how much he snapped. His entire purpose is like protecting Lou. So why, even after snapping, would he kill Lou? Yeah, exactly. It it wouldn't make sense.
0: Like that. It's like the like. Yes, he is. He's still Jeff the killer, the murderous like psycho, but there is a sliver of sanity left in him or like a sliver of that of, of his humanity is left for his, his brother, like yeah. the one person in his life that was good. He will not kill. Mm-hmm. And like, that is, I think that's honestly another thing that why I liked this one more than like, like, like for like building it all up is that like, it's, it's a little bit more compelling that way. Cause it's not just like, Oh, I'm evil. I'm insane. I'm going to kill everybody regardless it's reason. I'm gonna kill them because the world's a hateful place. But I'm gonna protect my bro. And
4: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. for all we know, he may have not even gotten revenge on Brandy. He probably did, but um,
0: yeah, we yeah, he may have just gone off into the darkness and uh like to go kill elsewhere, or, or not, or not even, not even go kill, him. or maybe maybe all his other killings after this aren't even like uh premeditated. Maybe they're just like somebody like pissed him off or like did something wrong like to him like because they thought he was just a homeless guy. Or some disfigured homeless guy, and um, they uh, like maybe they had their comeuppance. Maybe it was like uh, maybe they kind of need. Maybe they're they're portraying it almost like not a, not an antihero kind of character in a way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I mean, like for all we know, his entire um, like reason for all the built up anger that just builds up inside him is because his parents are shit. Yes. So after quote unquote taking care of them, for all we know, he might lose his entire anger problem. And he's just starting a new life somewhere.
0: Yeah, it could even be that like he's on the. I mean, he's going to be on the run because he killed his parents. Oh, of but.
2: course, <laughs> a new terrible life of on the run. Yeah, but um, he might just be a normal dude again after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, he may not. He may not. That was the only time he killed. Uh, he killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just became. He stopped being Jeff the killer and just became Jeff. Jeff. Uh, Jeff Stabman. Yep. A Little on the nose, but he ad- it, it, It's, 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 uh, it's a. <laughs> he's owning uh, it. Yeah, he's owning it. Yeah
2: he has to own it just so he's like yeah i did that but i did that for me and for lou
0: yeah exactly like again he's kind of like again it's it's, it falls into that like edgy like revenge fantasy but it's it's uh more like a vigilante justice kind of thing
2: it's got more heart in it than just like i'm edgelordy because edgelordy is edgelordy
0: exactly (laughs) yeah like we know why he's an edge or why why it's edgy is because or why it's a revenge fantasy and then like because he's yeah the world around him was shitty to him Mm -hmm. so that's how he reacted wow i cannot believe we've spent like almost two hours talking about this yeah (laughs) and and at the end of the day we all we basically got two and a half uh recommendations on jeff the killer 2015
2: Hmm. 2020 is a weird year
0: (laughs) it has been a really weird year yeah um and honestly, I think part of it might also, like, like you said earlier, like you, you went into this hating Jeff, the killer and hate be, primarily because of the story that we all read earlier, like a couple, like years ago. And yeah. it was a really low bar. And this one like vaulted over that bar.
2: I mean, for all I know, it may have just like barely stepped over it, but just the fact it got above the bar, is like Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. All right. Well, um, as always, if you have any comments or would like to get in touch with us uh, or tell us like um, your own opinions of this kind of stuff, you can leave them in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on pay- Podbean—I wow, almost said Paidbean—whether uh, it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. Uh, I'm or Mikey is at the East End for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow without that W because his name is too long. And yep. I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can also send us emails at al dente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, uh SCPs, um cryptids that you'd like us to discuss and talk about, by all means, uh just leave them there. If you'd like to help support the show, uh you can go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have two dollar and five dollar tier with special episodes, early access, extra content uh like i said like like we kind of mentioned off and on here um we have some show, some extra sh- uh, some special shows for the patreon like plot growers where we take a uh, story fodder and like kind of make our own stories for it or like i we take an, a story that i uh, that generally i have drafted um and we we rip it apart like we do on the show for other creepypastas pastas and try and improve um so uh for our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the, cre- the authors of these stories, thank you guys immensely. For the listeners, if you didn't watch- listen to our show, we wouldn't have much of a show to keep going. And if the authors didn't write these stories, we really wouldn't have much of a show. So thank you. You, you gave, us- gave us a slight light at the end of the tunnel that is Jeff the Killer. <laughs> and I-, and yeah. I thank you for that.
2: <laughs> you showed us that. If you polish a turd enough, you may find a diamond.
0: Um, so until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist.
1: I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the
0: Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.